0: Okay, so our our um, agenda today is to um, introduce ourselves to some of the uh, the arguments that people make uh, in in develop uh, in developing a of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna um, read. So, as as um, I think, as somebody said yesterday, right? So it's it's very easy for people to start from uh, from Hezekria. So we will start. We will start from R'ia. Um and I'm not sure I have to negotiate with the doing exactly what he's doing, what he's doing tomorrow. So we'll, I'll work out you know, what things he's doing, I won't. Uh, so um, that hopefully will jumpstart us a lot because he has a lot of the same sources. Um, but let's let's go let's go through it. And again, our goal is to take sources that don't believe themselves to be developing really broad categories and see if they can be used that right? See if they can be used that way. If they imply that, are they actively resisting it? Uh, right, so it's always right, So you always have to look at it in two frameworks. One is the framework that the the source thinks it's talking about, and the other is a framework which the source might be talking about, whether it's aware of that or not. Um, and then we'll have to you know figure out um, what your standards are for reading a uh, for reading a source that. Um, how do you evaluate their, their own readings of sources? And that relates to some of the things that talked about. Does it just have to be a plausible reading of precedent? Does it have to be a compelling reading of precedent? Uh, the religions seem like to make the distinction between um, whether, right, whether it was something, I don't remember the exact formulation, the key was whether you could claim the authority of the source, or just claim, right, or just claim that it derived from the source. So claim that it was under the authority of the source. You have to believe the source was talking about, was thinking about that. To claim it was derived from it, you just had to say that it was a reasonable logical implication. Um, even that, right? You couldn't claim you know a, you know a, that a text that uh, was unaware of the possibility of air travel was talking about airplanes. But you could say that it seems logically, you know, that, that the same thing would extend to an era in an era of air travels, you would say the same thing about airplanes that you were set up you set up X and Y. Um but you know often when you put a new conceptual framework on, you have that question like, you know, what you know that you can't really know for sure. It's parallel to some extent, right, to the question had raised um yesterday, which is in contracts, so the point of a contract in many ways is to bind you in circumstances where there was no meaning of the minds. Right? We often like, we try to define a contract as a meaning of the minds, but the point is that there are many issues about which there's no meaning of the minds that we paper over uh, the meeting, the lack of meaning of the minds with language. Um, so, we, we inter- right, we, um, right, so you can't talk about what the intent of the parties was when there's no, right when, they, when, the, when the intent wasn't even considered. Mm-hmm. Um, so the same thing is true about sources dealing with situations which they could not have considered. Um, but the alternative to saying that we're going to say something about it is to claim that tradition is fundamentally irrelevant to most of modernity. So, right, so we have to figure out some way right, to figure out some way to um, to bridge that. Um, you can, you know, claim do it by claiming that abstractions are real, and so uh, if you frame them abstractly, then they're really committed to everything that's in- included in the abstraction. And the, the metaphor I gave you that requires believing that if you, you know, that because somebody drew a line, a line in a the graph, therefore they had no space for exceptions. Uh, they really, everything had to fit within that like, that straight line. But really, usually you're just fitting the, just fitting the simplest curve to the points on the graph. But there might be other points where the, the curve should been more complicated. That metaphor works for you.
1: But sometimes yeah. there are conceptual things, like I think at least, for example, in this case, I think at least half of the sources have a conception of Hezekiah, ER, which involves lo- denial of property use. Because since you don't have enough privacy, you won't be able to use your property. And that won't help us at all, really, for privacy. Well, let's see.
2: Let's get there.
0: OK. We have a Gemara. OK. Gemara is based on the, the, uh, the mission of Abbasra um, sets, um, at, at the first, the first, the first, um, Perik of a is is Uh, I like pointing out Shutfus in the Bavli includes stucca and also give the primary figures mm-hmm. of stucca are here, uh, because there's no, because there's no, uh, Bavli on Zerayim, So there's no place else to put them, mm-hmm. but. a lot of
3: good stuff a lot of and a lot of good stuff on chinuch too.
0: Yeah. All right. So it's also interesting, right? But chinuch emerges at, uh, often out of, uh, zoning. Right, in this, in this, in, mm-hmm. um, in this, area. but there's also no Masechet Talma Torah, so it's not clear where you put in it, um either. It's interesting, right? In the Yerushalmi, in the Yerushalmi, it's is in Peah, and so it's it's fun okay. to claim that that um, Babylonia must have been an urban culture. The Jews must have become urban, and that's why they had to shift Daka <laughs> from agricultural taxation to uh, to to kanan and tampu. Um, But it might also be just that there's no Yerushalmi's rhyme Now you say it's circular. There's no Yerushalmi's rhyme because rhyme. no Babylon's right? Mm-hmm. By the other hand. It might just be that there is, you know, that there was no, that we just weren't knowing instruments and maestros. So there is, that's a whole, uh, whole issue. I tend to think it's probably true that there's a shift to urbanization, which requires a shift in the social welfare structure. Yeah. And you can, you know, try and... Uh, you could try and reconstruct how they constructed a a um, a social wealth for infrastructure in an urban society and to what extent were they doing it by saying this is what the Torah was trying to accomplish, but the Torah did it in an agricultural setting, now we're going to move into an urban setting. And to what extent they said, no, the Torah structures only work in an agricultural setting and in an urban, and in an urban society, you can't do the same things, so we're going to do something entirely different. Right, those are old conversations that you know that are of historical interest. Um, we can't really talk about that. We can talk about um, things like um, I, I like to open conversations about stucco with students by asking whether a genuinely um, communist society is the fulfillment of the midst of stucco or its elimination.
2: Because
0: hmm. you eliminated right? theoretically eliminated poverty, everybody shares equally, right? Not not, not what actually happened, but if you genuinely write a kibbutz, right? The kibbutz <laughs> is kibbutz a bad <laughs> thing? Fun. Pardon?
3: There's a Rambam that's... Yes, Lexi. Oh, I just going to say that there's a Rambam that suggests that air don't work unless you're living in a fully communist society in which everyone has access to everybody's food at least. At least not, maybe not fully communist in every respect, but minimally, like all the other scheme are like, he can't mean that, he must mean just like the, <laughs> the food. But like the bit, Yosef and Telerol are like, no, it seems like the Rambam does in fact mean that if at any point during the week, you came to take some of my flour and I said, no, that's my flower, our our Eruv wouldn't join. Uh,
0: interesting. No, he can't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, yeah, Eruv is post- interesting.
3: Several postgame think he do.
0: Yeah, so Eruv an interesting model, you know, for that study. Uh, you know, in a really communist society, there would not be anybody to read it, right? That that's the claim, right? It never's never been achieved. So it's
4: never been, yeah, it's theoretical.
0: Right. So the question is a theoretical question, right? If you could achieve it, yeah. would that be a great thing in Torah or a terrible thing in Torah? Right, which depends to some extent, right? If you I think my
4: teacher told me high school teacher, that should I
0: talk loud? So, uh Lexi, can, you, can, you Reena, Lexi? can you hear me now, Alexi? Can you hear me now? Yeah, she can hear you. Sorry. So he told us
4: that basically even like let's say everybody theoretically right if nobody's poor anymore because of let's say kibbutz so then like the standard it just goes higher like so let's say like everybody has like a mercedes like a humongous mansion like there's always going to be something more and what's the purpose of that because in the Torah, in order to teach us to give to people Right. Like there's always going to be something to give it's never going to be like equality like someone's going to have two mansions and somebody's going to have three
0: mansions. okay it's an attempted at pragmatic solution which yeah. results yeah. you
3: can in a fully communist society you can't give because there isn't really private property right. so you can't right. give of your own that's
0: true yeah i'm not so yeah i'm not so enthusiastic about that response that your teacher gave mm-hmm.
3: um
2: i think of, it was also from bush by the way
0: uh, you know I could not tell you that yeah you know, but I am not so enthusiastic about teachers who think that they you know who give the answer anyway right I don't think the goal is to answer the question the goal is to make students think about it
2: I mm-hmm. like mm-hmm.
0: Yeah okay right yeah there are teachers who like answers there are students who like answers right there are, you know people there are also people who ask who ask Shilos and expect answers uh mm-hmm. lots of people like that it's really kind of interesting how many people expect child expect <laughs> answers <laughs> when well, they ask child, And eventually sometimes you learn to give them, them.
4: it teaches basically like his answer that basically it's psychological and it's also social like like a person can feel poor when like compared to somebody else they're not poor
0: yeah but so you can
4: live in america's the richest country in the world and yet like
0: Right, I, I understand what he's trying to say. I'd rather he made you think, you know, or, or made you or made you read Locke and talk about whether the purpose of charity is to inculcate the virtue of generosity or whether it's actually to create equality. Okay, any case. Um, okay, so the, right, so we, ta- right, but it's all, this is all in the context of partnership, uh, of partnership law, and that itself is a, um, right, you can build this into a very big theory because we, the scale of partnership moves from uh condos, which is basically the the standard the standard model is condos, um where everybody owns everything. Everybody right? it's condos no co-ops, right? Or mm-hmm. is it condos? No, it's condos, right? People have private people have private land and shares. There's private right. land, which is the indoor spaces and shares and right and shared outdoor spaces, but which are not mm-hmm. necessarily shared by the whole group. Right. So basically the halakhic model, the model is condos, but then we move from condos to cities. Mm-hmm. Right. And it sounds like right, it sounds like the all right the halakhic model for larger groups is, is also partnership, which is a very interesting, possibly democratic model. Especially then you have the second question: but do you want to extend um, from cities to states? Uh, right, that would be even, that would be an even bigger model. But this Peric doesn't deal with states; it only deals it only deals with cities. Um, right, there are people. I tried to argue to some extent last year the right model for for dina malchus is also is also Schefter makes that argument. Um, okay, so. We have a narrow, right, so there's so that is a, right, so you have partners um, or siblings, right, and they share a bedroom and they say, we're going to build a wall, right, because it's going to be my side and your side. Um, obviously, you should make sure that each side has access to the door, uh, right, which is the way children's books often function, right, but right, uh, siblings try to divide their room but only one side, only one side gets the door. <laughs> <laughs> Why should not do that? Um, okay, right, so it sounds like a very, right, there are, um, there is a, one given, which is that you divide you divide it the um, equally. That of course is a you know, simplified case because mm-hmm. what happens if our partnership is sixty forty, right? So it's not clear, right? So what we're really saying is that. The side that wants to build the machitza and can't compel, the other does not have to give this. right, if it's a circumstance where they can compel the other, they don't have to give up the space. You build it on, you build it on the line between them and each side goes, each side goes equally, right, that's what, it's not, it's not a rule that if I, you know, that if we have a 90-10 partnership, we've had, we've been nice about sharing it, that we have to build it exactly in the middle, I don't think.
2: It's
1: just like off with the middle matzah being broken into the smaller half and a larger half.
0: This is true. <laughs> this is true. We can we can have fun. You yeah, know, talking the Ramban has a, uh, I, I, I like teaching the Ramban who talks about the uh Eitzah ve mitochagan that the Eitzah Chayim must be on the midpoint and only on the midpoint and that, right so he has already right, has the point on but divides exactly in half but occupies no but has no uh, no extension itself so that mm-hmm. the Eitzah does is in the middle and not actually equally mm-hmm. on each side. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, fine. Um, we showed them new geometry or whatever it was. Also, everyone had to deal with infinites- infinitesimals.
2: Um,
0: okay, so um, right, everything is right. So on the right, so on the one hand, right, we say that if if both parties um, now have an obligation to build the wall, even if it was one party's desire, so then the uh, right, the le- so then the ex- the width of the wall is split, and then about the materials of the wall um the materials of the wall everything appears to be according to local custom when
1: we get one party even say both parties
0: right okay so i'm imposing so on the issue. You can say the mission only if both of them want it right yeah. uh, right but then what's the chiddush where, where else would you build it
2: mm-hmm.
0: build it wherever they want to build it mm-hmm. right i mean that, that, i don't think right there's no okay right you're right <laughs> that that's that's something uh, like, goes right. so the gemara right the gemara is going to talk about the question whether mm-hmm. right what ratsu right what ratsu means or not and then we have the hokul kiminagi medina which you know with a lot of information that is not clear why we need it. I give like a call to Medina. Just follow the call to Medina, right? Okay, and those are all uh, practical questions. Okay, the so Gemara says, mm-hmm. "Tama deratzu haloratzu ein mechayvenot." Right. So the mm-hmm. fact that there is a requirement of will seems to suggest, right, that one party cannot force the other. Mm-hmm. If you think that one for, that one party cannot force, right, cannot force the other then the Gemara says that that tells you the hezek for ielav shmei hezek so i didn't understand that line. But how do we get from the fact that i can't force you to build a mechitza in my chaser that there's no such thing as hezekriya sounds like the indication is that if
2: there were hezekriya you could force
0: it good so why
2: because if it says so if i'm mocked that you're not see my my side of the chaser i can force you to not see my side of the chaser
0: and the only way i could do that was if
2: the wall
0: no no why would why why is why is what is what is the statement hezekiah shmei like, hezek,
3: yeah, I love hezek means it doesn't have like legal force as as a damage like you know i the fact the very fact that we call it Ria, right means that like everybody does agree on some basic level that like there's stuff you would rather people not see like it, it's inherent in name the question is like whether we think there's enough significance to that enough power to that For it to have like legal and compelling force on others
0: well let's talk about what it would take to get there right that's what i'm asking tanya right what what does it take for us to get to get to get from the statement hezek or a lot of great saying since since i can't compel you to build a wall therefore it must be that Hezekiah is not hezek so we can make it circular right right therefore Hezekiah must not be enough hezek to force you to build the wall Right, we have learned right that we have learned nothing I could have, by the same token I could say therefore hezek is not ice cream and it would give me just as much information because all of it would just be circular right right how do I know that has that right so I want to know is right the Gemara seems to have a pre-existing category a pre-existing notion that it matters whether something is Hezek or not and right and right, and we assume that that stand whatever it is we ordinarily call Hezek is enough to, comp- would be enough to compel compel people to build walls.
1: It could be about the nature of the hazard. I can make a model for you where let's say if maybe in one case the value of the property is X, it's a little bit less than the value of the property with the wall, but, but and that's some damage. In another case, the value of the property is Y, which is the value of the property with the wall, but every time you see it, you're damaging me and you're causing me a loss of money. Every time you and in one case, one is hezek. Yeah, shmei hezek means that every time you see it, you're causing it damage, and that's why you are forced to build the wall because you can't just keep damaging people. And the other one is saying no, it's not really hezek. It's just that the value of the property is not quite as high as the value of the property of the wall would be, and that's not okay. Hezek. So Yehuda, right?
5: But according to you, why don't we require everyone to build a wall whether they want it or not?
0: Good, hezek,
1: right,
0: fine, good. So Yehuda sets out, right, a mm-hmm. that there are two ways of framing: the, is the hezek to the people or is it mm-hmm. hezek to, right? Or is the, hezek to the value of the property,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Which of those things is called hezek? Mm-hmm. And then Sipur says. If there really is hezak, right, then why don't we require why do we ever allow Shutafim? All right. So that's not
5: how I read it at all. We have, we have this argument. Okay, Jacob, what did you want to say? Yeah. Oh, I do
2: want to say.
0: Okay. Anything. So Martha, what do you want what do you want to say now?
5: Right. So, um, like, I think, I think the whole, the whole, like, subject to this parak right, is, 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 situations in which one neighbor can force the other one to do things. The question is whether this rises to the level of something where we would understand, like, like having a halacha in which a neighbor could force another neighbor to do something, um, right. And it's not actually, every, everyone understands that it's, um, like, not actually, like, Hezek, right? Because um, like I don't think you're actually damaging the property, but it's damaging my ability to use the property. And I want to use the property that way, the same way that like um the like when I want to, you know, sleep in my property and you start your really loud, you know, factory next door, right? That is that's not actually hezek to my property. Everyone knows that, but I can still stop you from doing that because it damages my use of the property.
0: Well, it's Hezek. Well, that's what Huda said. It's Hezek to you, right? It's not- no, because
5: it's because it's not a. It's not like you. have thinks it's objectively Hezek. I think it's like subjectively Hezek. We understand when you do that. It's not that we think that like fact that it should be illegal to build factories next to people next to things. Is that we think that you. We understand that when, when a neighbor wants to stop the neighbor from doing that,
0: You understand why yeah.
5: we want to. We, we, we consider it grounds for for like claiming Hezekria, even though it's not even though we understand that there's not actually like objective Nezek there.
0: I know what the word objective yeah. means. If it were
5: objectively harming the daily value of my property, then we wouldn't like, then we would value just have
0: a property. Role. Is not, right. There's no right. such thing as objective value right. of property. Value is just right. building. Right. Let's, let's
1: say I have a friend and I want to go. I, want to, a... I, I want to go, I want to... Her,
0: sorry. You could let the unit finish. Let,
1: I want to go ahead and go shooting with my herd of sheep. Right. That's obviously Nezek every time they shoot one of my sheep. But that's Mutter. You're allowed to go shooting with your sheep.
0: Are you? Go so shooting with your sheep. You have
1: a herd of sheep and you want to have fun with your guns and you invite your friend along and you're going to go shoot your sheep. Because you're a crazy person and you want to make cheap bugs.
0: next to whom? That's next to
1: you. You no, but you your friend is doing it too. But is it with your permission? Right, I yeah. think it's the same yeah, thing.
2: You same would permission. need to give permission well, in saving, that case. No, I don't, you, but you, you,
5: you, think we, you think we need to give permission. I think the default is that everybody's allowed to do this and we just understand if you want to make a claim. I don't so think, right, you wouldn't think the actual value of the property changes. I don't so think the be, actual value of the property ever changes. It's just my subjective
3: like no. ability okay, to use so property. Lexi, what do so, you want to say? I think within the Gemara itself, we can see that what agree, isn't always talk minimally is not always or even generally talking about the value of the property from the fact that it brings the case of the person who's standing in their fellow's like uh whatever field of wheat and staring at it with the eye and hurrah the implication being that like when i'm standing in my fellow's field of wheat and i'm staring at it with eye and hurrah then i'm like actively going to end up damaging in some way their their field of wheat implying and the way it's set up in the sugya this isn't set up as being like Oh, this is what hesegriya always is. This isn't like it's very clear that what we're talking about this isn't considered identical to what we're talking about here. That's a case of property damage, implying that hesegriya is very much not always talking about property damage, especially against, given that we also bring in the cases of like the halonut and things like that, where it's peering into your mm. room. You're not you're not damaging the property of my house by looking into my house. You're violating my privacy. Yeah,
0: but We can distinguish that when you do hesegriya on the wheat field, you're damaging the crops. It, yeah. And all the other cases, we could say you're damaging the ve- the underlying value of the land, right? Whereas Hezegre of the crops, you're damaging a product. You're not damaging I underlying value think of it's land.
2: About the land. I think it's about the people. OK, good. I
0: get that, but it's not a proof. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think any of this is a proof. But I think just because the default is different for Ea other types of damage,
1: we have different defaults and different types of crimes all the time. It just might be for Ea, the default is that you allow it. And for other things, the default is that you don't allow it. Okay. And, that, and that might be because in most spaces, for example, your sheep are safe, whereas in most spaces, you don't have privacy. So you might assume that the privacy default is that you don't have privacy, whereas the sheep default is that you don't shoot your sheep.
0: Okay, Rita, what did you want to say?
4: Um, Just like, what would be a case where it would damage people if like the wall falls on a person, for example?
0: No, I mean that it might be that uh, with damages people, it might be that I feel shame because yeah, I think it's like
3: okay, I don't want you to see me hanging up my underwear. Like I don't want you to see me and my husband in our room. Like I, you know.
1: So I was going to reframe it as this is not a space which is appropriate for hanging of underwear now, and I want to use it for underwear now, so I'm going to revoke the permission. And but that can be viewed as right.
0: You know, that might be that hanging. You know, that the ability to hang laundry is an important part of property rights, and I'll pay less. Right. I agree. That's what I'm saying. So
5: you saying it actually affects the economic value of the Right. Because,
1: and that's why I think it's a whole Kolka Minhanga Because if the Minhanga Medina mm-hmm. is that this is a space that's appropriate for hanging underwear, even without a wall, for example, I don't think you can force them to build a wall. No, you, think how, you think yeah,
5: a applies to that line too? No.
1: I think, no. I think uh, the reason that the thickness of the wall makes uh, a difference uh, is because it depends on what's what standard in that country. If it's standard in the country to talk about private things in your khatser. Then maybe you do need to build a thick wall. At least you can look at the area, we'll go to it later. And maybe you need, do need to build a thick wall because it's, you're using the properties below the standard of the Medina. If it's not standard, talk about private things in the Khatza, this was never a space that was appropriate for this kind of conversation. And therefore you don't have any claim of Hezek.
0: So it's interesting, right? You know, why, why, why like we don't know what difference the thickness of wall makes yeah. such that it should be dependent on the Hage Medina and mm-hmm. you can't just claim, right? Well, if my responsibility, if the reason I have to build this wall is to prevent Hezek to you, mm-hmm. so then I should be able to build a minimal wall. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. why am i right why am i compelled to build whatever wall is standard it must be that whatever wall is standard has a purpose Mm -hmm. and this is what this is what builds the purpose oh we could point out by the way right while you're right while you're shutuffin uh right you both use the entire space and there can't be a constant has because you have a shared space Mm -hmm. what we have is people who have a shared space where they can't have any reasonable expectation of privacy Mm -hmm. they must right they have a they have a, In general, you have a legal right to divide <laughs> shared space. Now the question is, when you exercise your legal right to divide shared space, do you have the right, in addition, to compel that no longer shared space to be free of visual damage? You're actually gaining something, right? Uh, you're because be, until until you, you insist you want to share the space, I don't have any way to say. I don't think that the, I don't think the Mishnah means that if there are shutafim who have an entirely shared space, will say, you know what, I don't want this to be my side and your side. I just want there to be a wall. But you can come over to my side and whenever whenever you want. Uh, right. getting...
5: That's actually a really interesting question. Because like I was thinking about Lexi's example of the underwear, you know, and I would not hang my laundry on my front yard, but I do hang my laundry in the backyard. Um, but our um, neighbors, there's no fence or anything. So certainly they could look over and see my laundry um, and vice versa. But the thing is that when we both had younger kids, the shared space was great because the kids had enough room to run around and everything. So we actually wanted that open shared space. So what if I want the open shared space and they want a wall so they don't have to look at my dirty, well, clean underwear. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, uh, who wins then? Because in that case, this has for both of us.
0: Um, right, so that's a fair race, but generally we say that the, the party which wishes to divide a, a shared property, so long as each side uh, each size property maintains the same kind of definition of space right there has to be a minimum things like that generally we say that you're entitled to force a division but the question is here when you force the division can you also force additional expenses uh mm-hmm. the division itself always comes with costs right it means that they will not get the use of my space which they, right my half which they used to have right so it's really it's a complicated set of interrelationships here it's not like giving permission to punch somebody in the notes right it's right there there's a right there's a lot more involved here which challenges that we could also expand Hesachoria, Like, let's say hypothetically suppose my neighbor likes looking at neatly mowed lawns and likes walking down the street and saying i'm just entirely hypothetical entirely like, like seeing very neatly mowed lawns all of which grow exactly the same species of grass and i like seeing what weeds grow right so it you know right so their view right their view is damaged by, by right by the weeds growing on my property and you know, and my my view, but also my desire to see lots of non-singing pollinators around is right is damaged by their weed control, right? So you know, to what extent we realize that what we're doing here is we're interfering with other people's property rights.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, I force you to build a wall, that means that I'm blocking your view. Uh, right of the beautiful flowers, in, right in, in my corner. Right, it's probably you walk down certain yards. Right, in some yards you see these beautiful flowers on the street, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And some yards, you know, you'd have to go right walk up, walk over, and peer over the wall, so you can see this little mm-hmm. flower in the corner, and it's really beautiful. I like that flower. They're very <laughs> unhappy if they build a wall around it. Um, right, so I think that we should recognize that um, that here we're talking about uh, forcing people to undergo expenses. For the sake of avoiding, right? For the sake of avoiding something to other people, and all those sorts of things are negotiated, right? And so, you just raising the question is going to be really right? How are they negotiated? Are they negotiated um, by our best guess as to what people moving here say, uh, right? You know, are we going to controlled by you know if we have restricted, restricted uh, covenants and things like that, right? Are they legal or not, uh, right? Um, you know, to what extent does social utility override such things, which a lot of the parry is about, right? You know that. Mm-hmm. Nobody would nobody would live next to a gaggle of loud school children if they had a choice, but the school, but the but we have an interest in allowing right in having many schools open, so therefore we say that right you can't exclude schools. I
2: don't.
0: Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so the.
1: I don't think we should get too attached to this one model. We have a kind of radically different model, works just as well in the idea of saying, maybe we're just asking whether ear is the kind of thing that could be Hezek. Like, I don't think we think smelling is the kind of thing that could be Hezek. Not making a smell, but actually smelling someone else's stuff. Maybe it's a much more simple question. It's not about a complicated relationship of privacy, or whatever. It's just we about- But you talk
0: about smelling, right? We can't be a tenor.
1: No, that's the other direction. Producing a smell can be Hezek. But smelling someone else's stuff, we say it could never be Hezek. You would never say, if you smell the bakery, you're doing hezek to my bakery because you're inhaling that smell, yeah, which is I more parallel that. to Ria. That's more parallel to ear. where you're not actually affecting the object at all. So maybe just a very simple question of whether ear is the kind of thing that can be hezek for the purpose of monetary damages. Okay,
5: what does it mean to be hezek?
1: We could ask that, but- is, it,
5: Isn't that what we're
2: talking about?
1: Not exactly. What we're talking about is nothing to do with damaging the property or lowering the value or anything, was just there are certain types of actions, like makshava, I think everyone would agree, can never be hezek. If you go and think about the other person, uh, assuming you don't say them or curse them in any way, you can't say I have Hezek because you're thinking about me. What? not? Well, I think that's the same question we're asking. Yeah, that's another model of this circuit.
0: Okay, so, we have, well. right, so we, we have a couple of, what is, what is it, right? Does Hezek have to be monetizable, yeah. right? That's a, that, that's a fair, mm. right? And, does, and is that a general question here when we say, Hezek re-elouch me, Hezek does that, right? Do we mean by that to say, what Lexi wanted to say initially, just, right, it doesn't have, it's not, it's not, it's not, um, the same thing as what we call NESIC in other legal contexts, because that is monetizable and this is not, right? To which, in which we might start setting up a complicated system. Well, it depends whether it lowers your real estate values or not, right? And we'll go on Zillow, right? And we'll see, right? We'll, and we'll see, right? You know, does do unkempt lawns or right or uh, right or pink flamingos or whatever it is that people put in their lawn lower property values? You can't do anything to actively lower lower somebody else's property values, right? Right? And then if you set up a partnership, right? We, right? You know, you bring up a partnership, so the same issues. Right, so previously I couldn't put the pink flamingos in because it was because we, we re, each side required the other side's permission. So when I break up, I can't start putting pink flamingos in because that'll damage every right. That'll damage everyone's property values. Right, it's that that kind of issue. Anything I would have needed the other person's consent for previously, I still need their consent. Right, that would be that would be one way of framing it. But that doesn't work for Ezekiel because previously they could look in their yard without my consent. Right. So now, we're, right. So we're all talking about adding things. Okay. Right. or We could say that right, the question about the hesek yeshme is we're trying to figure out whether a reasonable person would find this uh, would find this a um, a right, really uh, offensive, and we just want to stop offensive behavior, or we have a much more complicated game, which is that we think for whatever reason. We think that the Torah has a bias in favor of allowing the breaking up of partnerships. Because it's really bad for society not to have that, because otherwise, because if partners can't break up at will, they'll be fighting all the time. But we're afraid that if breaking up partnerships does not allow you to build walls, then we'll be stuck with lots of partnerships, right? This is the same issue as how easy should we make it to divorce. Mm-hmm. Right? So the argument for making divorce hard is Right, is we want marriages to stay together even if they're hard. The argument of making divorce easy is we don't want there to be bad marriages. Right. So the same token, we want bad. Right. So so if our interest is in allowing in allowing real estate partnerships to separate as right because the cost of ongoing partnerships is is massive social strife. So then our goal is to minimize the disincentives. Right, right. So I think we, we, you can frame it, you can frame it as part of a complex of issues. I think you have a
1: really very simple one. I still think you haven't said the simplest explanation. I'm not sure it's correct, but it's the It has nothing to do with property, nothing to do with anything. It's more parallel to say moving MUXA by blowing on Shabbos. Maybe it just isn't the kind of thing that we call Hezek. Yes, you're damaging their property, but who cares? We don't count this kind of thing. It's like like I said, like if you, you're allowed to move things on Shabbos by blowing them. Why? Is it because it's not moving? Even though you generally generally not so it,
0: so It's it. not an essay, it's, but probably the answer to this is it's not monetizable. That's why it's not an essay.
1: No, even if it's monetizable, even if the property value is lower, we don't care about it. It's just not considered the kind of thing that you do, has it.
0: Why not? That's just like. Because you're just...
1: allowed to be annoying to people sometimes. You're allowed... <laughs> Why? What?
0: Why can I be annoying to you that way, not the other way?
1: If you go, every time you meet someone, you go up to them and say, um, you're an idiot and I think you're incompetent and no one should ever hire you. Yes. If you really believe this, I don't think that's necessarily us, awesome. Why not? What? <laughs> Even though damn to the reputation. Why not?
5: Yeah, why not?
0: Why
5: can't I sue you? What?
0: Why can't I sue you? Well, I don't it's think constant. I should be able to. What do, what do you mean? So it must be that I have a. The only reason is that I might think that I think there's a positive because you value.
1: Don't have... Because you don't have a few to not lower other people's values, property values, or anything. Why not? You have a few of not to do an to them, which is not the same thing.
0: I haven't gotten the definition yet.
1: Okay, you have a hmm. few not to cause them damage. The question is whether this counts as the kind of thing that we count as causing them damage.
0: We're going to have a metaphysical argument of the nature of no. cause. What have we, what have we accomplished? What?
1: Maybe we are. Maybe we have a physical
2: outcome. OK. okay. Is cost. This is a
0: simple explanation? Yeah. <laughs> I is a simple explanation. <laughs> oh. don't think we Because I you know, a rabbit hole and spend the next six months no,
5: You also still aren't defining nesic like, and what the consequences are We
0: can have an active versus passive, right? But then, then those same things, then we'll have to show those same things hold out, hold up in physical causes. Fine. Let me do another case.
1: Let's say yeah. you were darvening to God every day. This person's property should be destroyed. Yeah. I think that's motor. I think that's clearly mutter. We have cases in the Gemara where it's motor. It, and if we believe in God, we do, that, that's causing them damage. Right? You, so that's just not the kind of thing we define as Nesic. well Well, you have to have some explanation for that. So maybe whatever explanation sure, the explanation I, I have, have, that, that, if you you have for that,
0: that, if have that is that God has free will. And he doesn't have to damage of the properties, so isn't that right? So it's not causal because there's an, there's an intervening will. I can explain all that, right? All those, sure. You have to explain all those cases.
2: Wait, so then why
5: does I in like? <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, good. Right. Now we get the whole question, right? Is Moshe right? Was it in fact murder when Moshe, if Moshe Rabino killed the for using Shem Hashem? Right. The whole machlokes, right? You know, is it? Is it? Right? Is it murder? Is, it mur- is it through, through? I think the I think
1: the simple explanation of the Gemara in terms of uh,
2: linguistically.
1: Uh, also. Yeah. Right. Or it also, right. This. I think the simplest explanation linguistically is just that we're talking about. Okay. So really has linguistically. Kind of has, Fine. It's the kind of thing. that can Okay. Do. The Gemara
0: so, sets ask, it, yes. it up. Yes. Okay. So, um, so we said
4: before, so each person slash culture may have a different opinion about what's like what's a hezegri like like said before with the cases like some people like seeing something some people don't like seeing something so is there like some kind of objective standard for that like in halacha because i know like for example we read about like arba amos or or six amos or something that there has to be between people's houses that seems to be like a more objective standard in halacha but like but that could also be
0: negotiated, right? That might right. be only so a truth. We don't know.
4: So we basically
3: don't know. But I think it's also yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
3: Well, the problem with the way we're talking about this, like the the idea again of Hezekiah being a something that's damaging property in general, I feel like the way it's been spoken about that would be more like and Nazikin and not direct Nazikin. Like it would be more something that ends up indirectly causing that nezek than something that in and of itself is causing that nezek. Whereas like if if the if the nezek is like the invasion of my privacy, the actual seeing, the head, the the is the direct hezek. Whereas we have a whole discussions in Batra about like grama and azikin and how that's distinguished. And this isn't mentioned within that context. This isn't described as a case of grama. This is described as a case of direct damage. And I feel like the way we're talking about damage to property that will be more like grama if that's what we're doing.
0: Okay, so let's right. We could so the question. Can I just say my
4: other response to you, Buddha? So I think, like, yeah, I agree with you that it's, like, legally, it's just an issue of legality. Because, like, in the Torah, I've for sure seen sources where, like, there is such a thing as, like, thoughts to damage somebody else. Like, in Hashem, it's just Hashem, only Hashem knows, so...
0: Right, there are we things that aren't are enforceable, right? It. There are things that are in enforceable, right, are, yeah. right? We can say, right, there are things, and that's really it's like, six but we can flip the choice. We can say, has it means that it's actionable, and has Hezek doesn't mean it's not terribly wrong, it just means it's not legally actionable. Or we could say, has it also doesn't mean it's legally right that it's monetizable, it just means that it's significant enough legally that when we're setting up situations of uh, right of mutual obligation, we're going to consider it. Has it means it's totally right? We don't know. We're, right, or we could set up extremes, right? Hezek Ria Laushme Hezek means it has no legal consequences. Hezek, Hezek means that actually when, 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 you can, when you can quantify it, it's monetizable. All those are, all those are legitimate options. Uh, the major thing I wanna, I wanna point out though, is that if we're thinking about a really expansive notion of privacy, right? So it Hezek, Hezek re'ia requires one party to give up a certain kind of use of their property for the sake of another party. So on the axis of privacy, if we think of privacy that way expansively, privacy doesn't just mean I can shield myself from you. It means I have the right to freedom and autonomy in my own space. So the question of Ezek is always a negotiation. And if it's always a negotiation, then it could be that if we can come up with situations where it's not a negotiation, Right, where's right, where right, where the damage to me, where where you can prevent the damage to me without surrendering any of the parts that right, any any of the part any of the parts of your own of your own privacy. Maybe that's obvious. Everyone would agree has me if it's right, if it's if it's a win-win. Right. The only issue is here, right? You're saying that in order to hezek, Ria, hezek, yeah, I have to build a wall in my space, right? That changes my view. It changes right right, it ch- it, right, it, ch- it changes the whole nature of the property. And right. maybe that's different, right? So I just, I think-
1: I don't think the examples in the Gemara can support that view. The examples in the Gemara many of them don't involve Schutfeld at all. I don't think you I don't think you can say- Which need The wheat field is a great example. There's no Schutfeld involved there at all.
0: Yeah, and that might be a given, right? I'm not allowed to stare at your wheat field with the intent to destroy. The only question there is whether ein is is, is is actionable. Everyone agrees you're not supposed to stare at someone's wheat field, right? You're asking, are you allowed to stare at someone's wheat field with the intent of giving her? ein No. I
3: mean, that's doesn't come with a doesn't it come with a consequence? I'm pretty sure. I think it ends up saying like don't do that.
0: Right. That I think is a different issue because how would I prove it? Right. How would I prove that you that you destroyed my field yeah. by an eye and her
3: Like this isn't a good like that's really being just mustered as proof that like yes staring at things can in various ways cause damages but it doesn't give like a and therefore you pay them this because it's like.
0: Right, but I think we have to distinguish between the things that you can sue for and collect, right, which require, which run into, right, we, again, we have social interests in it. We don't want people to be suing constantly, you know, for, we don't want to create the illusion, right, I could create the thing, okay, you can sue, right, you can sue for Ian Hara, whenever you can demonstrate that that's why this particular demon got into your weak field. <laughs> now, how, are, what kind of probative evidence we offer in court that it was the demon that did it? Well, maybe
1: Maybe it's in Shimmer Chai and you see his eyes staring at Wii field burns <laughs> off as he scans his eyes across the wheat
0: field All right. So, right so when I
5: teach this to But you me. need two kosher, eh And I
0: teach the when I teach us the younger kids, right? Superman and X-ray vision is always the first question they ask about Hezekiah. Mm-hmm. I think it's
1: exactly has, has a Yeah, I think so that's exactly the Iron Hard case.
5: Why, why, why couldn't everybody just do a real yeah for all the grain he destroyed?
1: Maybe they did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> How do we know? Right? Maybe we he like... ends
5: up impoverished as well. <laughs> uh,
0: Bankrupts. <laughs> Bankrupts, right? that's I, also I think yeah. you make
1: a classic Gavrachetza distinction here, which is is. Privacy a deed in the person or a deed in the property? Maybe it's just a deed in the property. This property is not suitable for private actions anymore. so That causes me some nesek. Eh? Or maybe it's a deed in the kafza and so you are ripping away my privacy, which causes me some nesek. Eh? And I think one of them is going to be much more expansible than the other, and I'm not sure it's clear which it is. I
0: day. agree with you. I'm not sure. I mean, all, all I've tried to do is to, what well, really trying to do is, a I want to get us out of the idea that oh, there's a machlokus whether hezek is hezek, and we could and everything depends on whether it is or is not because what we're talking about for most of our purposes, it really doesn't matter whether Hezekiah is Hezek in the context of actionable Nazikan. Either position can, ent- can allow the position that Hezekiah is not something you can sue for, but is something that you ought not do. And therefore is something that when the issue is not getting you to pay for it, but, but rather preventing you from doing things. Will prevent you from doing things and especially i want to argue especially if the if preventing you from doing something doesn't involve a cost to you
5: okay that's agree still have to be something that objectively existed in order for that to work
0: the word objective rarely helps in the conversation
5: okay <laughs> it would have to be something that an outside observer could tell whether it has a agree or not without the person in question saying hey that's has a grievance."
0: no well, as it just has to say that it's objectively reasonable for the other party to feel subjectively damaged
5: but 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 if you read has the way I want to read has then the person has to have to actually said that. Yeah, but it's like, not
0: compelled, right? But it's not obvious, right. You, you have to say that if you want to okay, say. But,
5: but but that but that would still be enough, you know? Camina. Like even if we're saying that the, the whether or not it's actionable is enough is enough.
0: Okay, but yeah, but objective, whatever. We're all Kantians, right? Objective just means what what everyone agrees on, except for the people we think are insane. <laughs> okay, right,
5: but, but I, yes, you could just say that it's. I, I will quote Justice no, Barack you know,
0: right? You know, you're Justice Barack standard. Which I love quoting, it Israeli really low. Right. Objective means what is reasonable to the right to the average non-Haredi person.
2: Okay, but that's still
5: very different <laughs> from, say, from, from saying from saying we have a subjective standard in which the non-Haredi person in question would need to have said that specifically. Okay, not, right. So maybe maybe like, he it's wanted a question, to
0: like, to make laws that right oh, that prevented okay. Haredim from doing things like blocking. You know, Advertisement, things like that. Right. So you have to say, well, you can't do think those things that go against that go against reasonable standards. But the problem is that I didn't think these are reasonable. So then he developed the non-Haredi reasonable standard. It was, my, really, it was really quite offensive. My, my,
5: my question is fundamentally, fundamentally like, yeah. like 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 the Naftamina and like the the um, like, his, like his Shiloh, right? Like, do I need to have written Uparis Geder Ishtan and on my mail in order for it to be asked for you to read it?
1: Right. Or, Good. Or To face it differently, I think what you come up of saying is that the Hezekiah yeah, can't depend on the row, it can only depend on the near. Ed. You can say that different people will feel differently about right, being that's seen that's in that's this how situation.
5: I agree, has, has So I think that still
0: matters. Right, that, matters.
1: but it can't be that depending on who's watching, who which random other person, what they have in
0: their head while they're watching you, changes their mind. We well, can all come with enough feminists, right? Matter. What about I don't, I don't really Right. That. What about if what about right. if you're nearsighted? Mm-hmm. And you can right and right. So I, I claim has because I see you looking at me and you say, but I can't see anything. I didn't, I wasn't wearing my glasses, right? Does that matter? Does it matter whether he's actually seeing you or that I can't get out of my head that right? that when you're looking at me, I think you can see something. I, I, I don't think that your case I... Case, and did you have a drone flying and recording video footage.
1: If no one ever watches the footage, did you do? Hezegria? So that
0: is what is talking about tomorrow, Okay, good. right? It's precisely that case, right? Where, mm-hmm. what if, what if you have a, uh, there is no human, right? There's no, there's no mm-hmm. human um, receipt of the information.
1: Well, I mean, we have that in, there, in uh, airlines. If you want time to take a flight, you get a picture of you without clothes taken, but no human ever sees it now. because right. Right, that. right,
0: that's a, That's a very interesting example. Mm-hmm. But you also have it every time your data gets sent to a database, right? Nobody sees that specific data. Mm-hmm. And all sorts of things about us are constantly being being transmitted. You walk down, right? You walk down the street with security cameras, well, right? The right.
1: database is a more interesting case because that case, even though no one sees it, it affects your life. Now you've got you get advertisement. it
5: except for computer science students who get permission from the DOE. Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> okay, so I'm, I'm going <laughs> to leave that to Missouri. Okay, so first access just to think about, right, is is to complicate the Hezek, we love Shmei Hezek on the axis of whether it's HESIC or not, on the axis of whether the cases we're talking about are cases where there is a price being paid to avoid the HESIC um, or not, and then whether the price being paid also, is that a, a price in terms of the use of your property that can also be quantified, or is it a price in terms of your private, right? Or is it a non-quantifiable, just I don't have the freedom of my property that I have, right, because this is a, right, this is a, right, in, in, Amer- in American constitutional law, the, we think about this as the takings clause. Right, the federal government is not allowed to take your property without compensation. What if the federal government, instead of taking your property, restricts its use massively? And what if it, and, and does it matter whether it does it in a way that restricts its use massively in a way that affects your property price? Or is it just, right? Um, right or is it that, um, that it restricts your way in a way that, that diminishes your enjoyment of the property? I mean, this comes up all the time with endangered species uh, things when the government says you're right, you you can no longer you can no longer shoot shotguns all around your property because you might hit a spotted owl. Mm-hmm. But I like shooting shotguns all around my property.
1: Might even increase the value. People might be more likely to come and visit you because you don't have a shotgun being shot all the time. <laughs>
0: this is true, and, right? and it still might be a problem. It still right. bothers you. All true, right? Mm. There are right, and it, you know you can you can argue well, you know that all that matters. You can, you can say the constitution says the government can't take property without compensation. So if it caused you no monetary compensation, then right. If it doesn't cause you monetary damage, so then obviously it can do it. Or you can argue, no, the government only has the right to take it when it can compensate you. Right. When there's no comp- possible compensation for the damage. So then it can't take it. Right. 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 Um, right and we right, can argue the government only has, actually has to take the property. The fact that it restricts the use is not, which is the way I think that the Supreme Court currently baskets, that the government can as, right, can essentially do anything to your property other than take title. But then obviously, at some point, there's going to be a case that goes too far the other way. And we'll say if the government says, well, you get to keep title, but you're not allowed to walk on it. Right, you know, and in fact, we will keep troops quartered on it, right, <laughs> all the time. But you uh, and fly the flag, which you can object to. But in the registry of deeds, it will say, still say your name. At that point, the Supreme Court will wake up and say, that's right, that's not a, uh, uh, that's that's not that's not fair under the Takings Clause. Okay, then the Gemara um, goes through, um, right, a number of the way I've excerpted the Gemara. It goes through a number of cases and says, well, those are different. Now, the question: is How? In what way are those different, right? Why is a um, why is a Gina different? So a Gina is different, as Lexi said. A Gina is different because in a Gina, you might damage the crops, uh, right? Is that really the case? That's why that why we can, uh, right we can right uh, we can we can force you to build a wall. What if I'm not using the Gina for crops? Well,
5: why can't I do Einharah on like your sponsor also?
0: Like, I okay. Don't know exactly how Einharah right. works, but like so we can say you know Einharah is. Right, but that should so work. Only
3: living Why is only working in Guinea? <laughs> Also, if we say that it's the Gina, then again, I think that once again supports the idea that the Ein Hara being referred to in the first case is not at least the same kind of direct property damage because that's when it says Gina Shane. It's saying here, we're talking about this case where you're, you're seeing causes this direct
5: damage. Well, why don't we say that I'm going to put an Ein Hara on your children because I'm seeing them all the time or something.
3: Like-
0: right, or I could find some some other mode of production that is not, that is not um, brass. You use it to
3: leave I mean, your <laughs> You don't know, like. I can't say never look at my children ever. Like I that like what we deem to be reasonable to be, demands well, of a
1: look. Oh, you keep your dog in your chaser, and uh, the staring at him scares the dog. To make it really objective, I a machine that
0: produces widgets in my chaser. It's a silent machine; it doesn't bother you at all, <laughs> and it produces widgets all day. And you're going to give my my widget producing machine an Einhar. No,
1: but we can do without Einhar. I'm saying we can remove the mystical aspect. We just say when you stare at my dog, it scares him. So I can't keep him in my chaser anymore. Right. You're looking at him, so.
0: Right, so I, I don't, I don't, I don't actually think that the ayin matters. I think it, right, we we're coming up with, an you know, Okimta Kim to say Agina is different, and here's one example of the way which Agena is different. But it might be that expectations outdoors are different expectations, right? You know, expectations in certain kinds of spaces are different than other kinds of spaces. I don't, I I, I know that you know this is this has not put me necessarily in good company among postkim, um, but my instinct would be that we that the way to read this gemara is not to focus on Aynhara. It's It's try to say, look, you know what? You can't prove things about one space from another. That's basically the claim. Um, what do you remember the sentence
4: you said a little bit before about how a number? This is a number of sources that show, and
0: then you said something. In this, this whole Gemara, right, is just a number yeah. it. Right, it structures it as saying, "Well, that case is different. That case is different. Yeah, that case is different." So, what it basically shows is that you know that this is negotiated. You can't prove anything from one space to another, right? That's the the, the direction of the Gemara. Is you can't prove anything. So I'll put right. Some of from I mean, upland, you from Ashkenazi will have heard this. Something from the later cases. Right. Something from the later cases. Yeah. Know. Right. As we go through it, right. We right, We say this is different. That's different. This is all
3: about spaces, right? Nothing isn't about space.
0: It's also about you know
3: spaces and situations that like yeah. we can't. say so, like that the the has, like, in these different scenarios is different depending on a number of factors.
0: So. Here's, I, I'm going to give an example that's probably nothing you've heard before, but I, I think it's worth going over, right? I think that sugi'ot have vectors sometimes. Right? Meaning that, the, right, that it's not, the outcome of the sugi'ot is not the last point you are. The outcome of the sugi'ot is the, the, the right, is all the things going in a, in a, in a particular direction. An example I usually give is the sogia about whether human dignity overrides halacha, qodebriyot where you have is a series of where you start off with the, your initial position is that human dignity never overrides halakha. And right, and you say and the way you do that is you say human dignity doesn't override shotness You have to strip even if you're wearing shotness even in public. Let's assume the sugya really means that. And, right, and we assume that that's the paradigm case. Human and at the end of the sugya it turns out that every single other case we have, we have found a way to say that human dignity overpowers it. <laughs> So now, right, we have, let's say, uh, what is it? We have, we have five cases, right? We have five cases now at least, right? Some of them are multiple cases, but at least five cases. In one of them, in one of them, halacha overrides human dignity. In four of them, human dignity overrides halacha. The direction we have, right, if you're reading the suki as a vector, is what your job is whenever you're presented with another case is to find a way in which that case too is different. And, right, and the, the, the outcome is supposed to be the human dignity of right halacha, except in that one case, which we set up as the exception, so that when you're doing it, you understand that you're not doing it because halacha has no value. And the whole purpose of halacha is just human dignity. You're doing it because, right, because human dignity is, right, is a value within halacha.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, the way you demonstrate that is that there, there are two gersos in the Gemara as to what the final answer is. Right. One Gersa of the Gemara is that, a, um, is that we distinguish between between active and passive in the Kumase and Beltase. And the other example is that we distinguish between um, Lava Shavabakol, a love that applies to everybody, and a love that only applies to a subgroup like Kohanim. And Tosfus has one Gersa and Paskins the other way. Because he thinks that whatever reasonable th- distinctions you can apply. Because I think Tosfus sees it as a vector, right? That in fact, right, the goal, right, in fact, Right. every new case you're supposed to look for the weakness, and it might end up with the only case in which, code, in which halacha overrides Allah is shyness. according to.
2: I'm not trying to
0: understand the concept. Yeah, it's right. A can't do every case. Right, it can't give you a thousand cases,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it might be that you have a kind of area of law where, right, your job is to always right to in the vast majority of cases, your job is to find a way not to apply the law. The way the SUGI will show you that is by giving you a series of examples where you might have thought you would apply the law. And each case, you know, that's different because of this, that's different because of this, that's different because of this. And somebody looking and say, oh, look, there's so many things that are different. And look, if, if it's different because of that, right, so let's say, right, I'll give a, a used to so like using, uh, you know, I think, uh, force models. Right, so right, so kudabrios, right, gives you a force of, of uh, right Halakha gives you a is, as a pressure in one direction, right, and then kudabrios is a pressure in the other direction, and the and the force of Halakha is greater than the force of kudabrios, right? Let's say seven to six, whatever 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 axis you're using on. But then we say, oh look, but the fact is they're a banan, Lowers the pressure by by two. Oh, look it. Now it's six to five. Oh, but look. But the fact that it's money that also lowers it by two. Oh, look it's six to five. Oh, the fact that right that it's passive lowers it by two. So it's also six to five. Then we look. Okay, that must mean that everything, which right which is equal to those things, also lowers it by two. And it might be that we come up with enough examples that right that it'll turn out that every other case
2: even though formally halacha overrides it practically it doesn't in the
0: vast majority of cases. Exactly. And what you learn from the sugya, right, it's not, it's not that you have a, it's not that you could read the sugya formally as saying, halacha overrides, overrides, unless it's the mamon, or, right, mamon, or or tasa. Or you can say, unless it's, unless it's mamon, mamon, uh mamon doesn't work all the time either, and either vel tasa, but it's the right, or say, or anything that you can reasonably argue is just like them. So the exceptions become the rule. Exactly, but it's important that there be a rule. Because For what? For what? otherwise, you would th- otherwise what will happen is you no longer have to think about it. You'll just say halakha is subordinate, right? Over and you'll say kavod abrios is the only issue in halakha, right? So we don't want you to say that. We understand that there's always a counter value. So we
2: want there to be a rule
1: that will almost always have a rule.
0: Exactly. Now I'll give you an example where this is where I think this is obvious. Um, right, which is easier, which is Erev Chaseros, right? So I think the, I think Erev Chaseros, right? Kids always ask, right? right? right you orthodox right, you are not really consistent, right? Because you use loopholes, right? And the loophole uses Erev Chaseros, right? That right? But right. the point is Erev, it's muter min to carry between private domains owned by different people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Chazal created the iser in order to force you to make the Erev. They don't have any interests in the ISR, right? They want people to be able to carry between, right? Between, mm-hmm. between con- parts in the condo, but they want you to have to engage in the symbolic sharing of your shoes,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? So, right, so the goal, the, right? So there's an ISR, but you're not supposed to be thinking about, oh, there's an iser, this is a terrible thing, right? Now I have to, I have this, moral, a trend is moral agony. Can I be mocked this iser for this of No, the answer is, if, right, we want there, we want every error to be possible so long as it, you can maintain the, right, the perspective that there's an iser that we're being mocked to. Right? But the right.
3: It's, they say it at the end of Erevin, which actually when talking about Shvut and the Mikdash, but which applies to the whole of Erevin, I think it's Rabbi Shimon who makes a statement that's like the rabbis didn't give you anything from which they hadn't taken. Basically being like, well, oh, there's like this question, like, oh, how could you be like Ma- Mechil there? And it's like, well, it's them being Mekil and it's necessarily that they themselves like, correct. you know, instituted, that it's actually just them negotiating between like these different concerns.
0: Right. And we them. say, lot lot like you never different Mechil of um, right, which is what I, you know, which really applies to Shkumen, which is a different conversation we're having in Sharon now. Um, <laughs> but the question is, what are you trying to accomplish in, 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 in right, when is it supposed to be mutter, when is it not supposed to be mutter? So that's an easy example, because that's, as Lexi like says, those are durabanans being Matur durabanans. But I'm arguing is that there can be ways in which Deir also, right, that they're, right, that what Chazal are doing is setting up a rule because the goal of the rule is for the rule to exist, not for it to apply. Right. Um, I understand
4: the concept but not the example of the
0: arrow. So again, so Deoraisa, you can't carry between a private and a public domain. Okay. But the Rabana, you can't carry between two private domains, right? I can't if I have an apartment and you have an apartment and in okay. a condo association, so we each own our spaces, or two shutafim, divide a divide a yard, right? Okay. So I can't carry from my yard into yours unless we make an area of concerts right? We create the the we create the food. So that's so that's not right. So
4: why do they want you to be able to carry? without like because
0: like, we want people to be able to share spaces right we want people to, be able to eat it to bring food to each other why
4: do they
0: need the because they also want to right they also wanted people to remember that there's an issue sort of carrying on shabbos so it's
4: like memory.
0: yeah it's a right it's an, it right it, it's supposed to create a mental impression
2: it's like things are more also
0: that's much for a complicated case i don't want to go there it could be it could be that's what ben sarah is Uh, i think ben sarah is actually very very complicated in terms of what it really is i don't i don't want to commit myself on that
4: but that's also that's your interpretation of the memory
0: yeah, this is on me. We don't
4: know for sure like that
0: that's why they want it to be Yeah, like and that. so one of the like, like
3: one so of the I also say that, that in Hebrew though. There are various times where they explicitly say, "Oh, we do XYZ so that the kids don't forget the rules." That's correct. It. Yeah.
0: I'm not making stuff up, but neither can I tell you right. You know, there are more radical uses of it. Like sometimes, you know, the, the much more radical places is what is it sometimes the right sock is the lenient psak, but the only way to maintain the Stringent psaac is if other people think that's wrong. Right? The only way to maintain the rule is if, there, if, is if people know that other people would, wouldn't pask in the same way. And if there were nobody who would make, give the wrong psaac, then the right sock wouldn't be true anymore because the right psaac would undermine the whole, pur- the whole purpose of the halacha. Uh, Right. That's a much more you know, complicated thing that the goal is for there to be attention in which, in which you understand that you're paskening even though, even right? and that, that there are costs because people go to the wrong posik and they get right and get the wrong answer but you need that's, the wrong person.
4: that's i think like what you're saying is that there's like it's just like the world is so complicated and there are so many situations that like it's actually good that there's attention because there you can like think like oh like if i do this like this good thing will happen but this bad thing will happen if i do this this bad thing will happen but like you're always you always right. have to be thinking and like and yes have a relationship and
0: sometimes happen. but i say sometimes the yeah. Right, sometimes the goal is for there to be a rule and then whenever it really matters for, to find a way around the rule. But in order for the rule to exist, there have to be people who wouldn't find a way around it even if it really mattered. Because otherwise people wouldn't understand that it's a real question. I'll give here. I'll give, I'll give. you an example of this, Matt, but this, but this comes up a lot. Um, there are, there's a makhloket about birth, whether you can use birth control under what circumstances. And there was a talk for a while what you did was right, the regular for a while was you went and you asked your rabbi and your rabbi told right if you're modern orthodox and your rabbi told you it was mutter but everyone understood you had to ask your rabbi to get a heter like like that yeah 20 or 30 years ago right and then at some point everything got published so everyone knew that you right right which rabbi to ask to get a heter and then it felt silly because right because why right because you weren't actually asking for a decision anymore
2: Mm-hmm.
0: right it used to be you, were, you know you would ask a rabbi and you would and you would try and pick the rabbi who is most likely to give you a lenient answer but there was still a little bit of element of suspense <laughs> but then once everything was published on the internet so now you could just research it and it, you know it came to the head for me one student said i'm calling you rabbi because right to ask you this shiloh but i don't know why i'm calling you but i'm only calling you because i read your article." <laughs> uh, also like a lot
4: of
0: shilohs Seriously, right so right only shiloh. Yeah. so that's all right so maybe asking a shiloh is pointless in those cases but maybe but the Originally the way people set up the psaq on that issue was they thought it should be mutter, but you should have to make a decision. That was what they were trying to accomplish. Right. So you should realize this is a serious decision. And then it stops, right? And it stops serving that purpose. Right? Because everyone knew what right? everyone, everyone's position was public and it was and it was silly. That's true. Yeah, you
4: used to have people used to have relationships with their rabbi, and now like for a lot of people, like they don't really have that. Right. All
0: those are right. So halacha changes. The effect of halacha changes in all these ways. Okay, uh well that's that's a far reaching thing to go from Hesoguria. <laughs> uh tanya you have a question? No. no. I'm just wondering how
2: this applies back to Hesoguria.
0: so I think we were trying to set up that maybe you know, that the um I was talking about vectors, right? That's what we got into mm-hmm. that. We got we got into this, we got into this from from vectors. So what we're saying is right that we have what this sugar teaches you as opposed to the sugya teaches you, oh, Agina is different than. A, right, that a khatzer. What the Sugya teaches you is at the end of the Sugya, you realize that it has to be negotiated space by space. And every space you have to consider what the calculations are because whenever you come up with a space, I can say that space is different. So the claim, hezek, the claim hezek shmei hezek, becomes implausible the moment there's a place for its hezek. Right? It looks like, it looks, the Sugya like, is hezek real, or is it hezek? Well, I can prove it's shmei hezek. No, it's not shmei hezek because it's a gina. No, what that really means is it is Hezek. The only question is where, All right? That's right, that's subtle, right? Cause you might, you could read the Sugeit formally as saying at the end of the Sugeit, we say Hezek he is not Hezek except in a, and turns out that except in is everywhere, All right? That's what I wanted you to get get, get the Sugeit, right? That it, it looks like we have a rule and exceptions, but actually what we have is a claim that the exceptions are the rule. Okay, that makes sense up. Okay. Um, so you can go through, right, and figure out for yourselves, right, you know, we, right, what exactly the calculations are in each case, right, um, right, but realizing that all of them, all of them could be very, very detailed, it could be, right, that, you know, so actually, right, if, you, if you're a POSIG dealing with, if you're a common law POSIG, OK, if you're a common law person, what you will do is when somebody comes up with a question, you'll ask yourself, is this more like a window above or a window below? Because because right, common law functions by analogies. right? You have cases and you look at to what extent is this case like that case? Right? So, what uh, the legal term that my mother used to use in her briefs all the time was this is on uh, this is square on all four corners. Is that the expression like that? Right, is that right? It was like, you know, I think I think that's the metaphor, right? Like, you know, you can just you can it's a shape and you can put it down and it fits exactly on top of that shape. But often cases don't fit on right on all fours, right? So you only fit on three out of four. But you want to try, if you're a common law judge, you want the analogy to fit as closely as possible. If you're not dealing with common law, if you're dealing with statutes, so you're not you're not trying to put things on top of cases, you're trying to fit into definitions. And if you have, and if you're a theoretician, Right, then you could be doing something, right? Then you're not even trying to fit into, right? You're trying, right? You can try and say, not, not how exactly does it fit into this abstraction, but how does it fit to purpose? And that goes back to Rabbi Zickler's distinction, right? When I, when I interpret a law, do I try and figure out what did the law, what does the language of the law mean? Or do I try and figure out what was the intent of the legislators? Mm-hmm. And then you have questions whether well, you can do this about the races and not just their abundance. And here we're not talking about diorisa probably, right? Even if, you, even if you think we're rising to the level of an isu diorisa, but we have no specific content in the Torah which tells us what it is, right? So when somebody says it's hezek R'iyah to look down on a window at somebody else, right? right? I'm not interpreting the Torah, right? I'm trying to figure out, right? I'm trying to figure out on my own, right? The Torah says you can't do, you can't do something that damage somebody else. What is damage? Right? And that definition can be right. That definition can be that it's embodied in their definition, right? So, we, we, you know, and I look at so that you have a window, but your window, it, but your, but your window has wavy glass. So I could say, I'm a common law judge. Well, it's a window. Or I could say, right? I could say, but you know, but, but the issue is, does it constrain, right? Does it constrain? Um, does it constrain vision? And we have the old definition about right, how clearly does it. Right? There are all sorts of different ways of doing it, right? If common law judges tend to, I guess, you know, they tend to look for analogies and which don't, and then ask whether the analogy yields to an absurd result. If the analogy yields to an absurd result, then there's gonna be pressure on it, but if it's not absurd, you'll just follow the analogy. Uh, right, and that's it, those are, those are separate issues of legal theory is how to play it out. So my claim is that from the sugia of Hezek Ru'ia, it's a mistake to try and derive absolute principles of what constitutes nezik and what doesn't constitute nezik in the context of ria. It's more you know, trying to figure out what the negotiations are, but I recognize that I'm not doing this because I don't have the responsibility of judging case-by-case case, um, right, partnership and condos laws. Because if I was trying to judge partnership and condos laws, nobody wants it to be whatever Rabbi Clapper says is damage.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? So that what they're going to want me, because partially because part of the purpose of law is to enable people to engage in reliance. Right? I, I, I think this way because I know what the legal outcome will be. And the way I know what the legal outcome will be is what it was before, All right? So I have the luxury of never being asked these questions practically and not serving on a court that, deal, that deals with these issues. But if, if I would, I might, right, I might have to say very different things. And it might be that simultaneously, somebody, which often happens, judges will say, this is how I have to interpret the law as it is, but it would be great if the Supreme Court came along and changed everything. All right, and then we have a new president. It take us a few years, and we get new precedents. But I, right? But I don't want to ch- create the precedents myself. So how, right? Depending on how you're thinking about this, right now, I am not terribly interested in in uh, producing the halakha for condo associations and okay. and, right, and window rules. So I can think about it in a very, very uh, purposeful way. Whereas if that were my job, but right, if i try trying to produce a, a list of regulations for uh, for condos associations, I might very well just say, "Well, look, you know, it depends. Is the window this high? Is the window that high? What's the angle, uh, right? You know, right? Exactly, exactly. How much light does the right does the window does the window absorb? At what time did it right?" And I might and try and come so with an analogy. The GMR usually does. Um, is that what the Gemara usually does? I don't know. Gamar is usually like dealing with contradictions and giving you right and giving you resolutions, it's not giving right cases. One of the liberating moments for me was Hanina Ben Menachem in Hebrew, has a book called Judicial Deviation in Talmudic Law. And it was just amazing for me when I read that book. And he said, and the thesis of his book is that when you're reading Gemara, you have to distinguish between the Shakla Libertaria and the case law. And that you can look at things and say, look, this. if you read the Shakla Battaria, you would think it was this. But now you read the case law and you see what the judges always do is basking against the rule. Mm-hmm which is a kind of thing I'm talking about. Right? So the Gemara doesn't always do that, right? Gemara, right? Gemara has different, right? And so his Kiddush was if you were, you know, that if you were a, in a different legal system, what you would say is you always have to paskin like the cases, which the Gemara will master of, right, we have categories for that. Paskin like the cases and the rules inform you. And so, right, so that, I, think that's, I don't think the Gemara does that much of the time, Gemara records a number of cases. Um, but like it says things like Gina Shani, right? So Gina Shani doesn't tell you, Gina Shani tells you what not to say, right? Not what to say. It doesn't tell you it's always Hezek in a Gina. It just tells you that in a Gina you can't say it's not Hezek. Okay. So with that, uh, let us turn to the Khashoggi Hamed. Um, is a Yashiv's son-in-law. Uh, somebody claimed recently um, that he wrote the questions himself and that he wrote them um, for, you know, so the answers would be fun as opposed to being actual psock. Uh I don't know if this is true or not. Uh, a person who said, it, you know, claimed, who said it to me claimed it much more strongly. It, you know, it said that everyone understands that they're not really psaac. That does not seem to me to be the case. People quote him all the time. Um, so you make your own decisions. Um, you know, is just a really cool idea, right? You know, it's like, you know, if you're a Dafyomi Magichir or you're just looking for, you know, for something to say in Sholos, right? Khashogat is really cool cases. And then you have to figure out, you know, how you deal with post-game well, great questions, but you don't, you know, but you're worried about their answers. Mm-hmm. Is it really, Is a really, you know, to me a much more challenging case is Shutmin and mamakim, me and mamakim, the Holocaust cases where the, the cases are so emotionally powerful, um, mm-hmm. right? And, the answers are so wrenching, but are they right? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Often. I'm
4: not sure of his it's just that there is no
0: answer. Is no answer. Yeah. Like we don't know. How sure. No, I'm not talking I about, about it's, not, it's not about why there's a Holocaust, they're real questions, right? Are you allowed to, well, are you allowed right. to claim to be not Jewish, right? You know, right, what can, mm-hmm. right? Can, you, can you be the same? And, and I listen I listen to them and they're emotionally powerful, but I'm always, I, I always cringe if somebody teaches them, as Allah al they're bad precedents. Well, it
1: depends uh, for when. If you're in uh, Apocalypse, it might be a good precedent.
0: I don't know. God willing, I'll never have to face it.
1: So my point is, it would just be bad application. It might be very useful if you were in another similar situation. It might tell you how other people have acted. And it might be very informative. It was, a,
0: you know, whatever. You, know, you can't judge anyone. You know, but, but he was the librarian, right? Uh, he, right? he hadn't uh, been a POSAIC really previously, but he was the only one who had access to firm. Uh, and he was a fine London but he wasn't an experienced POSAIC. Now there are often circumstances where what is needed is a decision, and any decision is better than no decision. Mm-hmm. And then those decisions carry the force of precedent. But I know, you know, there are there are people who, you know, who there are tributes that you read that are just great, but you don't, you know, but but they're just great and they're great intellectually, and yet you still don't want to use them as precedent. I feel
1: like the one about the person who talked to promised her she'd die dying child, but you know, the to keep having kids.
0: Oh, I mean, Rabbi Slifkin went a little wilder because Rabbi Pasuken, that you didn't that you didn't have to wake your children up if there was oh, a missile alert okay. uh, in one of these you're like, Right? Okay. Any case, that's Sorry. background. Uh-huh. <laughs> can you eavesdrop? He doesn't mention technology yet, right? It's just can you? Right? Is there any issue in eavesdropping?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and like what you know, he makes it really broadly. You listen to people, who don't realize you're listening, right? So what happens like if you're in a public space? Uh, right. And you're just focusing yourself on the couple, three tables over. Uh, right, Now, this is this I was really, oh, my goodness. Right. This is um, this is some things, you know, some things I sometimes do. Uh, right. You know, uh, what if you know, what if what if they they're not aware of you, but they really should be? Uh, but they're so focused on themselves, right? So we could say the same categories as, as Nazikin, right? You know, like, you, know, you can't have your head in the air and fall it, right? You know, if, the, if it's obvious, there's a pit in front of you, right, you know, what, right, right, right. You know, there's a big sign on it saying, do not walk pit, <laughs> right? So what's the equivalent of a big sign, right? Do I have to wear a giant ear like, you know, on my, uh, right, to, to show that I'm the kind of person sitting in this public atrium and listens to spaces? Uh, right? What if my hearing is more acute than you would reasonably expect people to be? Uh, right, so am I required to not listen, right, even though I can make out conversations that most people can't? Mm-hmm. Right, same as Hasagria. Right, but if I can see certain things that you should, right, that you, that you that you can't that you can't be able to, right? right
3: so that, a- it Also, feels like there's a distinction sometimes between like when you could hear a conversation if you kind of toward like you're in a public space, and if I kind of put some of my attention towards it, I could hear it. But if I don't, I'm not going to really paying attention to it. Versus when people. Are speaking very loudly in public spaces and to not listen to what they're saying, I would have to actually actively try and ignore it. Great. Right. So those are great
0: cases. Mm-hmm. Right. Those are great. And I, I really, you know, reading this, I start, you know, just the question made me start thinking about, like, you know, wow, is that really? Do I really have ethical issues with? Because uh, I do. I do. You know, sometimes like you learn fascinating things just listening to uh, <laughs> to people uh, who don't. Uh, I'm not. I'm not interrupting a reasonable expectation of uh, uh, I don't have to do anything. I just have to focus. Um, but on the other hand, you don't expect people to focus. Uh, right? The base measure set's often fun. right? You're just he's dropping on Chavrusa somewhere across the way. Uh, <laughs> right? And here, and here we're talking about maybe that's us or. Uh, unless they unless they know, because they could be talking about something else, right? Maybe, right? Like, right? It could be that they're having their you know the conversation about one party's how one party's date went last night. It happens in the base measure that nice people bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Just once you know, once in a while, you know, does it happen? Maybe it happens weirdly enough that I don't have to be chosshish for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so right. So then he says, right. So a right two people are having a conversation, is it permitted to, uh, right, to listen to them, um, right? And then as Lexi says do I have to, is it just, right, do we, do we really, is the question, am I uh, allowed to focus on them or am I obligated to not focus, right? To not focus on them and to just let everything go by? Um, the equivalent of, uh, right, whether, you know, child come, comes up often with people, you know, wandering onto, wandering onto beaches and things like that, uh, men specifically, right, do men have to take off their glasses? um right so you can't see anything right i remember that my that question being asked to my sister many many years ago uh, maybe it works maybe it doesn't work whatever um okay uh but you can lots of places right lots of we should you know this will be rather. right there are there are spaces where everyone expects you not to notice what other people are doing or at least to pretend that you're not noticing what other people are doing and to forget about it if you ever saw it
2: mm-hmm.
0: right that's a reasonable expectation in some spaces mm-hmm. Bathrooms, mm-hmm. a great example. Pardon? Bathrooms. In many cultures, bathrooms yeah. are like that.
1: Even in bathrooms, very thin stalls. You're expected to know what's happening in stall. Right. And you do. You're, you're taught to a very young age. Right. You don't remember.
0: All right. You have to act as if you didn't know. Right. Also, right, you have to act as if you didn't know. It's not reasonable to expect you not to know, but you have to act it in your goal. And if you remember it 10 minutes later, you did something wrong. Yeah. Right. Those are uh, right. Um Mikva. Right, make right whether well, make right. mikfash and and, and have waiting rooms. Right. That was on you know that that's uh right you know that then you know some people figure out you know, can you have a conversation a week later saying I heard I don't remember where right. it was a conversation that took place in a Mikva waiting room. Um okay. Um okay, similarly, stapeg badam boshu masiko. That are going the entirely opposite direction. If you have a if you have a reasonable suspicion that somebody is plotting against you, can you now dry, drop electronic? Can you wiretap them? <laughs> <laughs> and, so right? and you can see somebody taking you know, especially somebody like Rosilbushi might uh, might take both both extremes and might pass in both ways. That without when it's not the toilet, it's 100 percent usur.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But any toilet is mantu.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? You're right you're right people asking that way about lesionaris so why not that
5: that's what he says, says isn't it
0: that's the way he asked the question and maybe in the end of asking that way right so, the right. so just be aware like right? you might you might say no right the obvious answer is a sliding scale but this is a general question of whether as a post you like digital switches or analog switches
1: not even the general question you can you could define this as a purely lambda could have gone a completely different direction because instead of being about physically at all this is all about the definition of sode when in your house, anything mm. you say has a definition of a sode. Therefore, if you reveal it, you're medala and it's extremely us. So you don't have a soul like a zohar. If you're not in the house, if you're outside in the public, it's not a sode that you wouldn't be saying in public. Um, so it's not that he couldn't have done that; it's that he didn't, for some reason, didn't seem to want
0: to. Okay. His opening question is right is, is a digital switch. Yeah.
1: Otherwise, you don't need a sliding scale. There was no sliding scale there.
0: Okay, even if you frame the question differently, but I'm saying, within his question, they could have framed, right, we could frame it as a sliding scale, right? We asked the question, what toilet is, much, right? Makes it much to put wire taps in. But again, right, we talked about this in the case of P'kosh Nefesh, right? That halacha, because of the note of Behuda, all right, halacha became, right, became a digital switch. Either it is P'kosh Nefesh or it's not. And that has advantages and disadvantages. So right here too, it might be that eavesdropping is, uh, right, Only there are only two settings, are and Mutter, and, right, and the only, and the, and the, the shift is to L or not to L it. And that's it because uh, it's just too complicated, right? You know, what, how do we set the standard? It's okay if it saves you a hundred dollars, not hundred and one dollars, doesn't matter how rich you are. Right. What happens if it's $101, but there's a 26% chance of being succeeding as opposed to 27%, right? Right. right. There's no law, right? Then it's just individual posts, right? So every, you always have to deal with that balance.
1: You don't have to make it ridiculous. We could use standard uh, balance scales. Like if a reasonable person would agree that your benefit outweighs his loss, you can do it.
0: Does that include Haredim or not?
1: <laughs> <laughs> My point <friend laughs> is we have lots of Halafah that work that way, and there's no reason. That's true. It and all those
0: Halafah run into issues because often the expectations right. are different in different communities.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right, so
0: right. So if you're trying to right, it's much easier to create solid, right halacha for for a right for a coherent, um, you know, heterogeneous community. I mean, once you get to uh, what I mean, a homogeneous community, right. Once you get to heterogeneous communities, is much right ex, where expectations are radically different. Right. That's what I talked about. Right. You know, it's and in Chemish, Right. Mm-hmm. If you assume that nius is a negotiation, um, right, among parties, what happens when two communities with totally different expectations meet? What are the standards for the street? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or television ads. Uh, right. That's why you know you might very much you would understand why somebody might say setting decency standards for Israeli television to say that what's considered decent is what the average non-Haredi person would consider decent. Because the right the gap between what a Haredi person would consider decent and what a non haredi person mm-hmm. is so great that you're essentially handing a veto to a small minority. Mm-hmm. Right, so that's a, right. So that's a perfectly plausible thing to do. On the other hand, it's obviously discriminatory. You see, what the median person would consider decent. Well, the median we person.
1: everyone and decency scale. <laughs> right. We think the middle person. Also, which within person within one standard deviation,
0: whatever, right? <laughs> right. Yes, likes And which
5: Kharedi person even has a TV?
0: Ah, that is also a question, yeah. right? Maybe they should exclude oh. themselves.
1: No, but median and average are very different in this case. No, I actually, I med- understand that. No, but I mean a substantive difference. I mean, the charedim have any input? It might be you could argue charedim have some input, and we'll do slightly more decent than we would expect in a society without charedim. Or in the median case, they have no input at all, and we do exactly. Right,
0: that's why I same. use standard deviations, right? As, um, right, I might say everyone within everyone, right? The opinions matter of every every. You're considered reasonable if you're within two standard deviations and on we the average. Scale. All those people, right? <laughs> right. Those are all. Those are all ways to do it. It's really hard to set up a standard for a community that's that radically uh, heterogeneous.
1: Also, there are a lot of Arabs. So, just counting. agree with the
0: Haredes? And the reason the charedim don't have televisions is it's circular, right? Mm-hmm. The reason the charedim don't have television is because you're not willing to conform to their standards of decency, right? If it showed nothing but you know Shababniks all the time, and all, except, excluding the episode, you know the specific episode that you know, of course, no. <laughs> everyone would watch it. I assume. Uh, okay. <laughs> um they have the shabbat which is
4: pardon unless you're a person that boycotts
0: but you boycott tv because it's indecent right
4: necessarily what if i thought i don't boycott tv yet but i told i think i told my family this a few weeks ago that basically um
0: it's a waste of time
4: no because like let's say this happened like a really like religious tv show and then there's like a really good actor or actress and then like from that tv show they become really famous and then, like, if you're worried about like how fame affects people, like, uh-huh. frankly, so it's literally and easier also, for the in actress. The next movie, it might not be such a like. Uh-huh. This
0: might not
4: be a good movie it's, in general. But to if you're either. worried in general, fame isn't good for people. So any really, the music industry and the TV industry should be something to be boycotted. So uh-huh. I'm seriously considering doing this. But I see. That, mm-hmm. and, that well, okay,
0: I'm gonna leave that to you. <laughs> uh, nice. yeah. Okay, so. Here's his answer. Katav b'shutareim v'tsi v'tsi anu rabbi kivayegir b'gila nashloch n'arach. The hezek shmiya lo shamanu d'shmei hezek v'lechora ein b'ze shum hezek. Right. So his first claim is that we're going to settle this right hard switch. Does shmiya ever consider ever consider hezek or not? The gemara never discusses it. And lo reino in arayat. Right, right, because we, we've never seen the Gemara discuss such a case, and you have to add to it, and it's highly implausible that if there were such a case, the Gemara wouldn't have discussed it, right, that's the assumption you have to make, otherwise it's silly, um, right, so, right, so since the Gemara never discusses it, and it's not a case that the Gemara should never have discussed, I mean, I guess internally you could claim that, you could claim that it's th- that if you think it's all the Rabbanon, so if the Gemara never discusses it, there can't be a takana about it right, that we get into the, you know, the, the electricity problem, right, can there be about cases that didn't exist in Talmudic times, but let's say, it's pardon, existed. this existed, right, so a simpler way of reading this is that hezek, Shmi, that if you consider shmiya to be hezek, then there would be a case of it in the Gemara, and there isn't, now of course there is a case in the Gemara of actual hezek, if you, tokeil a Havera, right? If you, if you, if you, if you blow a trumpet into somebody's ear and deafen them, but we're not talking about hezek, right, hezek, right that kind of hezek, Shmi'ah. we're talking about the question of whether uh, of whether listening to somebody else, right? Whether listening, list, Whether there's ever a damage, whether we ever consider it in any legal context, whether we ever consider that of something as damage because someone else heard it. Now you'll tell me, yeah, we think it's us. right? I think hearing lashon hara is us, sir. right? So we have to right. So we need a very precise. We need a very precise definition as to what it is that we're Maybe claiming. Only us
1: because of the market. Maybe it's just like or some other thing you're enabling Lush and Harry to be Lush and Harry by
0: listening to it. I don't think we usually think that that's yeah. why. It's not, you're not the origin. you're a telepath you and you can read
1: people's minds, mind, did it us to read people's minds and find out Lush and Harry about people? Yes, of course. There, there right.
2: are all sorts
5: of cases where we could have Has brought up, up the, the concept <laughs> of Shania and we don't, right? Pardon? There are all kinds of cases where we could have brought up the concept of Shania and we don't. Like 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 Ravnur of Kahana would be an obvious example, right? <laughs> <laughs> Um, and like, there's no, there's no concept of Hezek there. There's like, there, I'm sure there's other cases
0: like. Right, so we could argue, right? We could argue that um, that we have, right? That again, we That it's it's implausible that if hezekiah were a real thing, it wouldn't show up in the. But Gemara.
1: we do possibly it's a real thing in some cases. Like I think the chupa about, about uh, listening to shiurim without paying for them usually mm-hmm. say that if it wasn't Torah, it would be aser, and that's just hezekiah they You're listening to something, you're not detracting from it, and.
5: But isn't that, isn't that an Excel issue as opposed to like a-
0: Sure, we have gazel not hezek shmiyah. Right, so, right. so what, we're, what we're showing here is that the question we're trying to address is- But
5: well, 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 we know like frigginavistaz and whatever, we have looser standards, maybe that's different.
0: So the question is, how, Right. May, when we say hezek shmiya, that might mean that, we, that it doesn't fall into the category of things that we address legally as nazikin. Mm-hmm. Although there may be many, many other cases in which it's also- it could even be
1: it like in
0: this case, it's very similar to nazikin. Could be gesel, right? Could be guess right? Could, could, I'm sure could,
1: that those two vote usually use the fact that it's torah to allow. We'll it. see some of them. I
0: okay, think, good. right? I think that's right. Right? I, I, but Rav machine is working with harder categories, than I would probably want to, right. His categories are more rigid than I would probably want, right? Because he's looking to think that way, mm-hmm. and so what he says is right that we have no cases in the context of nazikin where anybody raises hearing something as damage to the other party right which leaves him entirely much room to say that yes every single case that you want is still ussered it's just right it's just that we're not going to analyze this under the rubric of nezikin. i could counter and say the guard doesn't need to talk about hezekshmiah because the Hezekiah teaches us that you just evaluate all such things case by case right so right if i could do that um or we could say that um, social expectations were different and that in some, right, that what we learned from that, right, that we could learn that in the time of the Gemara, that was not, that in the time of the Gemara, there were no cases of Hezek Shmi'ah that could not be covered by other categories of law. Now, that, now this, is a, this is a more pragmatic way of thinking about law than usually happens in, in yeshiva, we, right? So in yeshiva, we're perfectly happy to say, oh, you know, why do we say this? love la'ov love it. Right? There's no, right. Why do we bother? To, why is there a Syria? Because you want we want you to violate like two provisions as opposed to one. That is not a category that exists outside religion. Yes. Right. Nobody ever says the reason that the, the reason that the I guess we do sometimes because of state and federal jurisdictions. But let's assume like why does why are there,
1: and there different punishments? Well, two counts. Yeah, that's not the same so, thing.
0: thing. So, right, so two counts is a good example, right? Why did right? Why did they sometimes charge people with two or three right, with two or three counts? Why are there are laws right, that you know that why right, Three different ways which we can charge you for thefts, right? It's embezzlement and larceny, and right. You know, we charge you with with right, with counts with counts of each, even though probably seventy percent of cases can cover all three of them. The answer is we want to be able to charge you with, with two counts and sentence you separately, right? That's law or law lav bishnei But in in um, secular law, an argument which I'm arguing is also an argument you can make about religious law. Sometimes you say, you know what, we don't want to have more laws than needed. This intro- it introduces, right? So we're not going to introduce a category unless there are cases where we need it. Right? So we might say, look, eavesdropping can be covered under laws about keeping secrets and laws about theft. So in the time of the Gemara, there were no circumstances which were which mm-hmm. right, which needed you to treat it as Nesig, and therefore there are no discussions of it in the Gemara because who would need it? Mm-hmm. And now you create a different society which has technological capacities, mm-hmm. right? Which makes hearing more like listening. So I mean, listening more like hearing. So now all of a sudden you need that category. Mm-hmm. Right? That would be an alternate explanation of right where you could say, I understand perfectly well in the time of the Gemara, it would not be necessary because we could cover it, but now we have cases we can't cover.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We have recordings, for example. Yeah.
1: Or oh, right. recording is especially interesting because even if you say we have perfect compliance, flesh and her oh. and revealing secrets, so if you hear it, you haven't heard anyone, because you're not going to say it to anyone or harm anyone that way. But now it's a recording, maybe someone else listens to the recording. That's or right. Someone violating
2: this or listen to it.
0: That's correct. Mm-hmm. Right. All sorts of all sorts of right, record recordings, long distance hearing, right, which 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 right. If you say, right, and this is what Mr. Right, says, and it's Red right, says that there was no Hezek Shmiya. Why? Because people are careful. Right. So that so many post-game, right, immediately say, right? That's where somebody's read right, the Miri is the reverse. So the Miri says it's because people are careful, we right, we then say, ah, so when people can't be careful, it really is a category. And Iri might not have been read that way in his time. In his time, everybody read the way it's saying that there is that what we learn from the Gemara is that there is that because being careful is possible without excessive infringement on your own life. Therefore, people always have a duty to be careful. And it's your fault if somebody overhears you, just as if you fell into a pit with a big sign over it, because there's always a big sign over it. Now, the Gemara knew that there were people who could be matmin themselves right, people, right? And you know, basically, when, if you wanted to tell a secret, right? the Gemara says, you know, the birds can tell you, right? So the Gemara basically said, held a, seems to hold strict liability. Uh, right, that if you ever say something you don't want to hear, don't ever say anything you don't want anybody else to hear because you have to engage in a presumption that it will be heard, right? And that's a reasonable social choice. Now we might say, we're still gonna make that social choice. Maybe, Even more so.
1: It will say it depends on if you buy an Amazon Echo or not. If you do, you're showing you're okay with random people listening to snippets of your conversation, because that's what it causes, so therefore you can record you. But or you a cell
0: phone, you know that, right? Just your cell phone is the right you, Cell you,
1: phones has never been any evidence. You can yes, can Just say, watch your ads. I've talked to uh, ads uh, there. are ways of explaining that that don't involve listening. It's probably not always on. It's probably sometimes on, not always. Yeah, but maybe sometimes.
3: Maybe not, I can tell you, for like, from security reasons, they've, they, you really can be listened to through your cell phone. I'm not. Yeah. Um, But... No, I was also think. I think it's interesting the question, like when we're asking what exactly the Hezek is that we're doing, the question of whether like it's kind of, again, almost like a gremlin Ezekiel in the sense of like the problem is I'm going to hear you say something that you don't want to be shared and then I might end up sharing it or that it's like there's something inherently problematic in just me listening to this private thing about you regardless of any consequences. So for example, it's like, there was a recording of somebody released on the internet, you know, and like, no, it's it's not private anymore. You know, there are other people who have found out about this, regardless of what I do. Is it still wrong for me to listen to it just because I shouldn't be listening to this? Well, uh, that, that depends
0: on the case, right? That's, you know, Lush and Archer also have the same instance. Um... Or what if it depends on who you
1: are? Like, what if you say, I'm okay with everyone else knowing this about me, but I don't want my teachers to know about me. So these are all basically... So only, so only the teacher These are all basically.
0: basically, you know, kind of Lushna Harashalas. Lush 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 Lush. What I, what I um, want to set out for you is, though, that people right, most post can read the Meiri as saying that... Right, he's he's holic on. They read the Re'em as saying that you know, we read the Gemara mechanically. There's no Hezek there's no shmi in the Gemara, so there's no Hezek Subsequently, and the Meiri, because he gives a, ra- a social rationale, therefore it must be that it must be that the Meiri doesn't the Meiri really means that it applies in principle. But I could read the Meiri entirely differently. I could read the Meiri as saying that we know that um, we know that people need to talk and sometimes need to share secrets, and we know. That there's no society in which there's ever a safe place to say a secret. Mm-hmm. So how do we balance that? So we decide that the way we're going to balance that is what I, what I call strict liability. Right? Strict liability means that you are you are legally liable no matter what the circumstances are. There are no excuses. Right? And the that's sort of, like, for example, you know that that occurs in certain kinds of automobile cases, right? If if you hit somebody, if you hit somebody while you're moving and they're standing and right and they're standing still. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter why or how or anything like that. That's just. It makes life much easier if the insurance company doesn't have to debate anything after that. So we have a rule that you're liable. Right? The moving party is liable. Right? Even right? There's no lifting either. Right? You can't say. Right? You can't say he parked my motorcycle. <laughs> right? He got it on the side of the road underneath a black cloth. Right? At midnight, you know, <laughs> surrounded by black bears. <laughs> you can't. Right? If you right. You park an invisible motorcycle in the middle of the street, right? And somebody runs over it. The insurance company holds them liable because you were moving and it wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you can say that strict li- that Hazal decided to set up a regime of strict liability around secrets. Not that they thought that it's appropriate to listen to secrets Mm -hmm. right but they wanted you to live in a world where you always were responsible for saying it as opposed Mm -hmm. to the the burden being on the other party and therefore they never they they didn't institute hezekshmiah not because they didn't realize that people were actually damaged by it but because they thought the consequence of putting the burden on the other person Mm -hmm. would be socially ruinous or socially damaging and then the miri, does, the major change is nothing. What the miri says is that, right? That this is a society we want. We want a society where I'm not anashir right onis and setting up rules against rules against wiretapping. Rules against wiretapping will mean that people will be less cautious on the phone. And we don't want that. We want people only to only to tell secrets right when they absolutely have to, and not to have security that no one's hearing it. Right. Right. So the right. So we we could we could learn the we can learn the miri both ways um, as well.
1: I, I also think the leap from um, you have to build adequate structures to ensure the kind of privacy to not being able to listen is a leap that people should acknowledge like the area is just talking about what kind of structure you have to build and to leap from that saying it's us or to listen in a situation that's not building is seems like a pretty
0: big leap. To me. Okay, the mean, only talking about right is also only talking about chaserim, right doesn't tell you right doesn't right.
1: But I think expanding beyond is reasonable. Is that if you talk about the new city, you have to build the machitza, which is considered adequate for that location according to the uh, architects of that time. So I think that standard is a reasonable standard. That if you're building a wall, you should build one. And an apartment building might be different than a house. And I, I think expanding it beyond a chutzreum is a very small leap. But expanding it to a completely different type of action, a completely different situation, is, I think, a leap.
0: Okay, I'm open to that. You know, I, I'm thinking of you know of Japanese houses. Right, where the walls are paper mm-hmm. and cl- right, classic Japanese houses, right? Mm-hmm. And so the goal, right, everyone is cautious, and everyone also knows that if, that, that if people aren't cautious, you're not supposed to listen. Mm-hmm. And it would be, for you to act as if you had heard something, right, mm-hmm. it, right, is, right, is a social breach. And everyone understands it's a social breach. And maybe that's the right way, right? You don't have to call it Hezek Shmia, right? If To call it Hezek Shmia would already mean that the whole fabric of society had broken down, right? because then we acknowledge that other people, people listen. Mm-hmm. right it's just if you ever say it everyone else should everyone else should should ignore you for having said it and then no one will want to talk to you because you're the kind of person who says things that we shouldn't be hearing which is like you know sort of our vision about Lashnara in some ways um right that's the uh okay so Rav sets this up as a machlokis of the Me'iri and their aim we um the brain we're not reading right now but all the Me'iri Me'iri says is um Mitoch right that uh and it's an amazing thing that somebody who says becomes the position which is which says is right is love right is Hezek. Mm-hmm. right I think it's an amazing move that that it turned out that Miri, Miri becomes the the only person mm-hmm. right no other Rishon even addresses the question it seems mm-hmm. uh right that's quite it's quite an astonishing thing that that erie um, gets flipped that way um and I like I really wonder like, you know because like there are thousands of responses, and nobody addresses the question. Mm-hmm. Right? Nobody ever. Read, it's really quite an astounding thing that, that we set this up as you know as there's there's a, there's a Mizrahi and there's Miriam, That's it. Okay. As far as the is concerned, how much research you
2: did to find other posts? He's got he
0: Barlon too. Okay. Interesting. Fine. Then he gets to right. His, then he gets to the halachas which I think Rav will talk about as well as Bramach talked about. Uh, right, who makes this really interesting claim? I'm not going to. I'm not going to get into it um, uh, very much. Right, the, you know the obvious structure of the halachas Kitanos is the question is asked. Well, the question is either asked about chiram and or the question is asked about whether writing a particular statement on your documents about privacy, add, right, adds additional force to it. And his answer. Uh, and his answer is that it was us or whether or not you wrote the thing on it. Would you then decide it was us or without the harem or was us or without you writing the thing on it? Okay, I'm going to let Rebezerang, I think, talk about that at um, greater length. His solution, his conclusion from it is. <laughs> um, okay, that's a very nice, um, right? The jump based on the language. But again, the way I set it up, who says? Mm-hmm. Right, you're not supposed you're not supposed to investigate his your friend's secrets, um, but that doesn't right that applies to things that your right that your friend is allowed to say secretly. Right, mm-hmm. we don't have strict liability, but if your friend whispers his secret, it's too late. Mm-hmm. Okay, right, and could be could have been that way. Okay, now we get to the Peliauets, which I think everyone's very excited about. Um, so the Peliauets first of all, like what the what the Pell-O-8s is. Um, do you know what the Waste is?
5: We Googled it. It said it was a muster book.
0: It's an alphabetic. Uh, it's, a, it's like an encyclopedia, right? An mm-hmm. alphabetic. an, alphab- an alphabetic uh, list of list list of topics. And so when you go through it, you'll see like you know it's really Musser, Like I don't know. It it has, it has it has ethical stuff. It has Kabbalistic stuff. It has halachic stuff. And what we do with books like that is really hard to figure out. Like you know how how halachic to take it. But we're in a, you know, we're in a world of uh, where, where our sources can be eclectic. So, right, this mm-hmm. becomes, a, this is now a halachic source, right? And it's framed, right? When looking at it and say, oh, I know where we are. We're in the safe. <laughs> right, right. We're framing it as, right, we're framing it, right, as, um, as an Israel right? So, so
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, but the hair is usually, right, is, uh, if you think it means has horror, it just means cautious, right? um i i, it could, I be,
2: could be just giving advice
0: <laughs> yeah could be could be so i, I gave you an, i gave you the whole oat in the in the footnote so that you could see it in context and i'm going to give you a second one so you can see what you think what you want to do with this book um uh, okay actually
4: yeah, i'm yeah. talking about the sources being eclectic like i did notice like a lot of what seemed to me to well basically i noticed a lot of sources and i'm wondering if there's like a methodology for how you know like like in halacha if this is Good question. I don't yeah, like we know, like we are showing him chronium, Okay, that like probably there's like an accepted method for like how do we hierarchy like, do we hierarchy yeah. we accept. But then like all these modern sources that you're bringing in, like Rabbi Weiss or this person and that person, like I is there a methodology for? Not
0: an objective one. You know, you can okay. you can have a masoret, you can make your own choices. Okay. Uh, right, that's to, to figure it. Uh, like
4: it doesn't really seem that it's like. I think, like, it's pretty much accepted among many people that, like, we follow the Shulchan I mean, try to, and, like, you know, or, like, maybe other, like, great books like that, but then, like, these other sources, like, seems, like, completely, like, there's no standard in our day and age, right? Yeah. Like, so it's then, what's thing. the, like, so why are we learning it with such, like, What else? focus? Like, why, like, meaning why this source that you brought in us? Like, so, you know, that's... Like, Yes. that's
0: you know right now i'm just reading through zilberstein's sources or zilberstein is you know is accepted by some people already pointed out that's problematic also part of what we're doing is you realize that you know you have your responsibility to make your choices about that you have to learn about your post-game you can't write. you read somebody that might read it might be that they're quoting somebody that you shouldn't follow But is there
4: like i'm wondering like nowadays like i just don't really know so much about this topic like nowadays are there people that like is are there like
0: you're asking me. Yeah, do you, do you
4: know which which rabbis do you consider today? I know which process? ones I consider, but that may yeah, not be the so
0: Who says you yeah. should follow me?
4: Right. <laughs>
0: right, okay, fine. You don't have to right. it, but, This um, is You got you to make your
1: own, right. that you got to learn to figure know. out who you yeah. care about. You also have to distinguish between default rules and, um, and argumentative yeah. rules. Like, we might say Shofan is a fine default, but he doesn't have any special power in an argument because he's just a summarizer. Doesn't necessarily yes, agree to your true, opinion, right? even if you can possibly like him by default. He might not be very powerful in right, Or to use that. a less
0: radical of things, let's say it's perfectly legitimate to question in all questions to Nicholas by looking it up in Art Scroll. But it doesn't okay. mean that once that if you research a topic that you should care what Art Scroll says. It just means that if you right? right. we don't know. It's a good, it's a, it's a good safe way of doing it right so it's a very different role that's what you're just saying it's a very different purpose but i think like
4: it takes time until like yeah. just, we realize also who the good postdocs are like yes yeah so nowadays like in, in, only in 100 years we'll know oh like that's yeah. the one that and should.
0: people who were in favor 30 yeah. years ago you know go out of fashion
4: yeah
0: and back into fashion right probably you know if you have the list like the top five posts in america between 1920 and 1950 I would bet that you know that probably 75% of American Orthodox rabbis never heard of them.
4: Wait, that what? That we never
0: heard of? Most rabbis haven't heard of the greatest post game in America between 1920 and 1950. They know about Rav Moshe and they know about Rav Hinkin, maybe in the back of their minds because he has a grandson who still matters. <laughs> and asked about Rav Don Plotsky. Or, mm-hmm. right, who is he? The Klichemd? And I'm forgetting, right? The like whatever his name is, it was like the, right? Because they were people who dominated a journal called Hapardes, which was the intellectual journal. Of wow. Haredi, uh, uh, Haredi Orthodoxy came out, but no one reads them anymore. Yeah. You know, I quote them sometimes. I'd be like, you know, it's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. you know, some antiquarians. Like, um, right, I one of my friends asked me the question, like, you know, how would you rank so and so in the realm of Yitzchak um, Isaac Liebes, right? How would you rank him? You know, in retrospect, how do you rank him? You know, but in his time, but he mattered, um, right? You know, that's right. Those are the people who address, who addressed who addressed them, but it might not matter in sixty years. And other people, you know, other people's book might be published posthumously, and nobody had ever heard of them before, right? Until until yeah. until fifty years after this, somebody discovers their book and right and look at and look at that. All of a sudden, like right? that's really great stuff.
1: Even famous people can change. Like Hinkin was very very famous, and today everyone cares about Moshe. And no one really thinks of possibly like a thinker, except for a except, except for some very narrow issues. My point is, they were both extremely famous posthum, and one of them lasted great, but the other one didn't. I don't know if we could have told that to be a bit And I think
0: that, I think that's likely going to change because Rafenkin's analysis is much more accessible than of <laughs> right? So that right, so the over time, the influence the influence is going to start rising again because of stuff is right is amazing to read. Uh, right, those, right, Those are all. Right, those are all. Uh, and Elsie has a grandson who publishes Chuvit. Right, so that right, has a big thing. It's always a good strategy. <laughs> uh, it's always a good strategy to have to have uh, to have children uh, right, who publish your stuff. Right, they <laughs> publish your stuff. Right, that's a big that's a big right. thing. Or tell me to yeah, yeah. Right, that's yeah. stuff. So, you know, I, I used to like going to the Geniza in uh, in Boston and pulling out, which, <laughs> which often has many svarim from rabbis in Boston who no one else reads because mm-hmm. they publish their stuff and the only the only place that they exist in libraries is in right so i, so I read a, read a paragraph of every book i found and if i found the paragraph interesting i'd bring the book home mm-hmm. uh, right and now Rabbi my and YU will have heard of them because he reads everything but mm-hmm. uh, Rabbi simon might have heard of them but the vast majority of people coming out will never have heard of them
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah it's kind of disappointing right i've heard some of them and <laughs> read them um. <laughs> like, what's this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes you think you've discovered something. Um, but sometimes, you know, they're just books that no one, uh, you know, people haven't read. They were, they were great telling the Chachamim in Boston. All right, Tannenbaum was the previous head of the Besdin, and Savit uh, Siv- ran his own Besdin. Best you know, everyone knew they were brilliant lamdanim, but not so many people read their sermon and nobody does anymore. I have them at home. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, tell them. My memory isn't so good. Okay, um, so the the says, uh right, says he calls him out the field. Yeah, except that you know yeah, he's trying to hide it from his father-in-law. <laughs> Right. Who right and everyone in their household, right? This is, you know, yeah, I don't know. That's the that's how extreme that is. Yeah. That Yago um, had to tell, right? We're gonna we're, we're gonna run away, right? It's something you have to say in the field. Now you wonder also, like, how did you get away with having didn't they notice that something odd was going out to the field? There's always a risk when you try and right, whether the better way to keep a secret is to dress behave hey, ordinarily and whisper under your breath, right? To make up codes. Right, Rachel and Leia knew about codes.
1: Well, we could apply it very directly to our situation and say that you have to say things where they would have to put in effort to find out the secret was. You want to apply directly?
0: Okay. Uh, Bava Ben is even weirder case, right? Because Bava is, aside from the fact that it's in the Gata, which is really wild, right? Mm-hmm. Bava, the, the whole Sanhedrin is killed except for Bava Ben And then he, right, it's Herod, right? Mm-hmm. Right, comes and interviews Bava uh, Ben in his prison cell, pretending not to be Herod, and tries mm-hmm. to get him to say words, to, so he to say... He
5: blinds Pardon? He blinds Bava He
0: blinds Baja. him, right? And he comes to him and pretend, right? And says, I'm not Herod. I'm not Herod. Don't you really right, say anything against the king? And Bava Ben you... Being a very smart man, having been blinded by this lunatic king, sitting in his prison and having somebody show up, says, you know what, I'm not going to tell you what I really think. <laughs> like, this is not the model of extreme caution. Oh. But everybody, everybody should learn from here that if you have a lunatic king who kills all your associates and then blinds you and throws you in jail, then you should be suspicious. <laughs> that is actually, that's something, it like really... Uh, really, really interesting. Uh, and then somebody called Homer. Well, if Baba Benbuta didn't tell Herod while sitting in prison blinded, um, right? Something that would get him executed by the mad, by the mad king in the king's prison. Well, then of course you shouldn't tell St. Christopher. I, I okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not in the stage of rigorous halachic argument. Let, let's let's put it um, let's put it that way. Um, uh, right, you because skip, there,
5: you skip
0: and I skipped Rabbi Antoninus. Um, yeah, also, you know, like, you know, okay, but you can make a very example, example of what, um, of what you want. So, so that part of the argument, it really doesn't, um, it really doesn't, uh, really doesn't overwhelm me. <laughs> um, and then, right, then I, I think we're actually getting time. Left. I'm just going to say, like, one of the great moments, I think, was just, the thing that would, you know, even if, even if they were, even if the content weren't worthwhile, like the redeeming moment is the b'ishta omru. Did you get what the joke was? Right after the cut-off? You have to be careful, right? You have to be careful not to not to, not to tell your secrets to anybody. Now, b'ishta omru is a quote from Avos, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, <laughs> right so he takes the he takes the line that right the general line about conversa- conversation conversation with when we say right we say it about your wife and he applies it specifically to the context of, of you know, he just that's the only thing he says is he leaves it at that
4: <laughs>
0: right it's just the one line i thought that was uh that was really i thought it's that was really cool. yeah you know, he can write the
2: thing with yeah <laughs>
0: yes right with the, <laughs> <black> coal right <laughs> so that's where a call that was great yeah right so right mm-hmm. so uh
5: children
0: are all whole favorite you oh my god you're so... Um, yeah so like a fair question you know dr Salazar used to tell us like you know that if you that when you're buying a book if you want to read a uh, safer if you want to use it you have to buy the one with a good font and right and that, it, that it, and that is enjoyable to hold because you're never going to pick up the one with small print so you know if you want your book to be read it pays to write well it pays to write well the question is do we wish to incentivize that by giving more law authority I think it's a people good writers I think because want would be friends as printers and to write well friends as printers helps a lot <laughs> friends, as <laughs> friends as printers helps a lot um okay now oh, you, you want to do the Zohar. okay so let's do the zora. then we're done okay yeah. do you want to read the Zohar? always fun to read Zohar am right? uh,
1: sure if I, I promise I can't I don't have internet so I can't pull it up uh, you have you have the Zohar no you have this you have oh, the I Zohar have, uh, I
5: didn't separately open Zohar did I
0: Let's see. Yeah, mm. I think I
1: can get it actually Fine. We have, fine. Uh,
0: that
1: one?
0: one that... Fine. I'm... I'm just,
1: just read the one in the section we have. One yeah, yeah just the one we have, we have. Fine. yeah. Fine, fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so you got to
0: translate first. Sorry.
1: And we say in the Adirakadisha, the section yeah. of the Zohar?
2: Adirakadisha. Yeah.
1: Adirakadisha, whatever you pronounce it, um, that the, someone who reveals a secret is like he killed somebody and worshipped the Vodasar. And this is a sign. Uh, it, we have a sign that we can assume that someone who reveals secrets, he source, his soul is not from the Holy One, the Holy King. You were, you were
0: very circumspect there. You didn't say the, it. Didn't say the body. you didn't say the body. It says the body.
1: Fine. From the body of the Holy King, or from the uh, Etzah, from the um, what's it? Essence. It's we want to be. We want to. Yeah, but Gufa could also mean essence.
0: Uh-huh. Divide,
1: it, okay, it, yes. it can be, you know, a little bit better than that. <laughs> because it's not from them, it doesn't have any element of secrecy in it, and that's why you reveal the secrets. And when you die and your your soul comes loose, it will not stick back into the uh, holy uh, queen, whatever. Because that's, that's not the location or source.
0: It, won't, it will not go back to it. It goes back to where it came from, and your Nishama, if you tell secrets, is not in whatever the right place is. Well,
5: where is your Nishama from?
0: If it's not from God. It's not from the goof of the Melchizedek I'm not going to get into the What are the <laughs> aspects of it? It's from, the, no part idea. The, it's from it's the part of the
1: Zahara Kaddisha. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
5: okay.
1: Um, as long as your Nishama goes back somewhere. Okay. Should I keep going? Or yeah. I... Hey. Excuse me. I love a I love a so come and see what happened to Rashbi. I love a And because God. <laughs> God. and Garam went and told what he said to other people, look what they did to him.
0: Even the Gairim gets reduced to a pile of bones. hezekiah right? looks at him, and he's reduced to a pile of bones.
1: Yes, yeah. we brought up laser eyes. The, mm-hmm. the sure. Here. Right. I don't know which part of this is Zohar, is Zohar is yeah. Zohar. I'm not sure if this whole thing is Zohar, if it's okay. that's why I wanted to find the original. It might okay. It might cut off uh Maybe there might not be the already. Not sure. It's always an RA, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't sound.
0: Uh, i would i would think it is but okay look it okay, up
5: well, okay
0: so we have a lot of rhetoric but right? it's really really a bad thing to reveal secrets but well, that yeah, is how,
5: kind of, of, how does chaos fit here
1: well the zohar is kind of an elect type thing also the zohar is not saying it's a bad thing you reveal something bad about yourself it's like the christian concept of the calvinist elect which right. are people who go to heaven but it's just you do the right wrong thing you show you're not the kind of person who went to heaven it's not that you don't go to heaven as a result of doing the wrong thing
0: Right, the question also is what's, what is, you know, your Miguel is so, what are secrets? But Soraka makes the one point, we'll end with that, that Gnevastas, in this conversation, means something different than it does conventionally. And we'll have to say, right, Gnevastas conventionally means if you fool somebody. Here it means if you steal someone's thought. No. no it, could it could still mean fooling someone. Could be
1: you pretend to have a good reason for learning a secret and they tell it to you?
0: No, no, you, it means that you steal someone's thought. How do you know? It oh. is. A, how do you know that? They have a thought and they don't want you to know it and you steal it by hearing it. This
4: is very
0: excellent. It doesn't get to Like In modern American law, I think it's
4: a very big thing, like, uh, like a business, right?
0: Yeah, yeah patents, like, trade patent. secrets, all those sort of things. But I think that's just, you know, if uh, I have an idea and I don't want you to do it, and uh, right? And I have an opinion, I don't want you to do it. Now you have stolen my opinion because you would, uh, if, if that's a really, it uh, doesn't bother you? There are things.
5: That's like an asked me.
0: Ah, So that is a really interesting question, right? Is Is there a precedent for this use of Gnevis Dots? That is a really interesting question.
1: What
0: do you mean by Gnevis Dots? I I was trying,
5: we were trying really hard to try to get this to like, you know, fit into what Gnevis
4: Dots means and it doesn't work.
0: you could say, right, that the person believes themselves to be private. And so you are fooling them by pretending, right? By pretending, um, that, that their space is private and, and, and drinking them into
1: it. Or, or maybe it just means what Harry tried to do, but did very badly. You pretend to be someone else, <laughs> you pretend to have a good reason to know, or more realistically, you pretend to have a good reason to know what the thing is. We don't actually have a good reason, you're just curious. Uh,
0: okay, I, I think it's gonna end up meaning the other thing. <laughs> uh, I think it's gonna mean I think, you know, whether it meant that there is the original, I don't know. Okay, so that's where we are today. Um, so we should finish this um, tomorrow uh that's my ambition uh we'll finish this tomorrow then we um will come tomorrow and it will will now i have a better idea i'm going to go back and he has he sent me 145 page source sheet because uh, he's because he's um he's publishing on um, he's publishing an article on privacy uh which to some extent i think derives from the um